Welcome please to the JVG podcast where these G's are going to spread their seeds of knowledge about the league. It's flourishing with ease. These funny catches seem to be well read, esteemed and honest. Like the man himself, Jeff Van Gundy. They are high IQ, so cerebral and funny. So if you're on the bus, just border on the dunny. Listen to the JVG NBA Tribute Show. Welcome to episode 144, 12 times 12? 12 times 12. Of the JBG NBA Tribute Show, the All-Stars episode with uh, my two favorite guest hosts, my two most frequent guest hosts, Alessio Conte and uh, Samuel the Splash Reeves. Uh, how are you boys? Hi, Marco. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of times tables, I think teacher update, like teacher corner for the listeners mm-hmm. that definitely care, um, the kids are going to be okay. Yeah? Yeah. I reckon the kids are going to be okay. I had two students yesterday walk past my like office area. Um, one was fixing her locker, carrying a can of a canister of like WD forty. Mm. She said, "Sir, I'm on my WD forty grind." So <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, sick. <laughs> then, if that wasn't like, good enough, it just caught me so off guard. I was like, right, okay. <laughs> past, like she didn't stop to look at me. Like as just walking past the office, she like looked into the room. <clears throat> Said it, but continued walking. Far I was like, that's, "That's that's a set of balls that I wouldn't have had." <laughs> Secondly, so I'm I'm like making my lunch, but I had to use the student like kitchen area because mm. the teacher kitchen area was blocked off. So I'm like opening a can of tuna to put in my pasta, and she goes, <laughs> um, "Sir, are you putting a can of pasta? Are you putting a can of tuna in your cold pasta?" That's so low SES. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Alright. Sick. Well, you live in Thornbury, so you're gonna be fine. There's, yeah. there's something, um, when you're like 14 to 17, you have like you have like a different uh, you have like a different take muscle. Like you can just come up with comebacks at a speed that you can't when you get older. Like there's not nothing weighing on your mind, so all you have is like unfiltered reaction yeah. to what's happening in the yeah. world. Well yeah. this is like you know I'd double I'd question that, yeah, is that bigoted in some way yeah back then and yeah. I'd be like is it lame oh. to say oh I'm on my WD-40 shit yeah um, she just let it rip though. yeah like let's let's go the Sam route and just think about what saying what calling something low SES means <laughs> yeah. that's horrible that's yeah. such a horrible that's such a horrible thing that's to say it's really innocuous it's pretty cheap <laughs> yeah I'm putting a home brand can of tuna into like my cheap pasta yeah. therefore I'm poor as shit. Yeah. Are they wrong though? No, well, yeah, that's right. So she just, yeah, she's like, fuck it, I'm pulling the roof. Um, um, yeah. I think some people would never grow out of them, that, that like mode of reacting. One of them, my uh, usual co-host of this podcast, Lucas Petridis, I feel like he just says shit that I would just never think of in a trillion years. And it, he just says it like it's so natural, like he hasn't been thinking about it at all. Maybe he does, maybe he, maybe he sits in a book. book and yeah. <laughs> like, like the first time, you know, where uh, we're going to go to Ljubljana in Slovenia uh, to watch the women's, women's basketball Euros. We've mentioned this on the podcast many times. Uh, but he just messaged me one day and he's like, when, uh, when do you think you're finna head to Ljub? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I would never in a million years think of calling Ljubljana Ljub. Yeah, yeah. And shouts out for Sh- to Sean Carroll for thinking it's pronounced Ljubljana. <laughs> did, did he actually? No, I think he was uh, joking, but like, yeah. you know, I wouldn't put it past. But you know, on on the on yesterday's episode of the Deep Two NBA podcast, they I thought the gag about Sol being uh, Cerveza being pronounced Chavetza. I thought that was a gag. Right. I really. Didn't think they legitimately thought no, that. I thought it was Chivetsu as well. You thought it was Chivetsu as well? It's the Italian. You guys are too Italian. Yeah, man. Too Italian. 
we think the world revolves around us because we like took over half of it at some point. But that's the gag. That's what I thought the gag was. Is like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get a, like a, a Spanish. I was about to say Mexican. Yeah. A Spanish word that people already like butcher, and I'm right. gonna like butcher it in the other direction. Because like, but no, you guys aren't that smart. No, that's a whole no. thing now that like <laughs> if you say Cerveza you're white it's been coming up on my socials like you shouldn't be calling it Cerveza anymore what do you mean right. just beer no they've got like Cerveza no how like we, I don't know what the words are but we would say like grab your tinny get the oh, sure, sure, like, sure. like that's not, that's not but like I think it's just because it says soul Cerveza yeah yeah, yeah on yeah. the someone's white yeah I don't know if you're on like Cerveza TikTok yet yeah. but, <laughs> oh this is yeah, uh, old mate beer yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, a little yeah. creatures yeah yeah <laughs> I thought when Dante was apologizing like I'm going to apologize to this I'm like here we go and then he started talking about soul and I was like oh maybe he's going to apologize for having a fucking crack at me well, that's what like, I thought it was. Buying well. souls. And then he's like, oh, sorry for like saying it wrong. Man, shut the fuck. You've been talking about souls for a month mm. and you're still not apologizing. Yeah. <laughs> Despite yeah. like it just coming up over and over in this running gag. So I'm sick of it. I'm out of the <laughs> So am I actually. Really? Thank for God. a different reason? For a different reason because I'm supposed to be cooking tomorrow oh. and like trying to figure out what I cook for him. Yes. Oh, true. Yeah, because you are, you want to make us a, pa- a paella. A paella. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You should just call it rice, man. <laughs> but, it's a Spanish pilaf. Yeah, uh, Spanish pilaf. <laughs> no, you shouldn't even call it pilaf, man. <laughs> Spanish fried rice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Risotto. Yeah, risotto. Rice. Risotto with like <laughs> bread in it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, paella is just like the most meat. Yeah. Meat. It's like sausage. Yeah, seafood, like sausage, chicken. seafood. Yeah. I'm doing like a chicken and rabbit one. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Rabbit. Yeah, yeah. I got this. Got it all planned out. And um, I'm just like, do I make two? Nah. Yeah. Nah, 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 nah. You do some rice on the side, just with like. I was about to say butter and cheese, but you can't. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the Italian in me. I promise. You've, you've cooked, uh, Alessio, you've cooked the most like uh, supplementary meals <laughs> yeah, that oh, day, oh, out oh. of anyone on planet Earth, yeah. probably. Yeah, I think I've cooked more vegan meals for him than his mother has. Yeah. Honestly. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. But also, like, you'll make a beautiful meat dish or even a beautiful dairy dish yeah, and yeah. you'll go out of your way to yeah, yeah. adapt it and maybe, the, maybe that's why I feel pressure yeah, so maybe <laughs> <laughs> you should do a second one yeah. <laughs> now making BYO he'll be fine BYO <laughs> <laughs> BYO soul BYO vegan dish um, yeah I don't know oh like okay sorry just one more thing I've done this <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't like Canadian club mm, I'm this is uh, just prelude here. I'm so glad that the first part of this podcast is just like an answer episode <laughs> to, to the deep two. Um, I'm not a huge on Canadian club. Like, That's crazy. I, it just tastes so good. I'll, I'll tell you what. I can have one and then the second one will give me a headache. It's too wow. sweet, man. Yeah, it's okay. got so much sugar in it. That's and nice. then uh, famously, me and Lucas to Dante's grand final day party, actually. Was it grand final day? Or whenever Dante last had a party. Uh, we brought what we thought at the time was the best selection of drinks ever. Um, and then we got to the party and it was sugar-free Canadian clubs, uh, alcoholic ginger beers, yeah. um, fucking some other lime shit. Yeah, sure. And we're like, oh, this is terrible. Like, I, can't have, I can't have more than one of any of these yeah. before. I'm yeah. just like, my, I taste like that artificial metallic yeah, yeah, yeah. taste. You get in those yeah, yeah. like, sugar-free alcoholic drinks. 
Um, Canadian club at like five in the morning though. That's the that's a different. You need a little perk. That's a different story. I I rate Canadian club. Yeah, yeah. I can knock them back through. God, they taste good. Yeah, they just too easily. Good. That's why I don't have them because if I ever bought them. Yeah, it's so expensive. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, I mean, we're not talking about price points here. No. <laughs> like sometimes you want a beer because it gets to the point like it tastes like crap and you're like, I yeah, can't do this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. At least you know what you're getting. Yeah. Because um, um, I was look, I was just with Sean Carroll of the Deep Two NBA podcast and. I I sort of prompted him. I was like, "Do you think that we could waffle for longer at the start of this episode than they did at the start of their most recent episode?" <laughs> mm. So uh, they did approximately thirty three minutes. So we've thirty three. So we've got another like twenty something. <laughs> another twenty three. Yeah. 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 I, 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 got a, <laughs> I got a, I got another story. I got, I got a story. No, I was gonna leave what? that. I'll put it. So is it um uh, as, as as explained to Alessio off mic I. Uh, this isn't the podcast worthy story, but I took my grand to the hospital today to have a um, pacemaker battery replaced. Procedure went fine. I was just at fucking St. Vincent's all day. The hospitals aren't fun. Yeah, no. Um, especially like, I was also just like standing next to her bed, like, and doctors would come up and be like, oh, Margaret, like, uh, you know, what's your birthday? Like, are you on blood thinners? I'm like, she, I'm going to have to tell you everything over and over and over again. Um, but anyway, we were sitting in the waiting room and... Channel 9 was on, just like base level Channel 9, you know, like actual yeah. Channel 9. Mm. And they were playing like, you know what a Hallmark movie is? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. was like a Hallmark movie. I don't think it was an actual Hallmark movie, but it was a, a straight to TV movie called um, uh, Calling for Love. Oh, God. And it was just like the funniest shit I've ever seen. So it was like uh, a woman who had a podcast where she like took calls about, you know, like relationship issues and stuff and this guy calls he's like oh I like met this woman one night and like I never found out her name or whatever and then like she's like oh I'll like I'll help you find her like we'll you know we'll put this out we'll put the word out <laughs> like, so <laughs> <laughs> and then you wouldn't believe it but the radio host and this guy they actually fall in love on the, on the journey to finding this woman wait are you serious? <laughs> yeah I know I couldn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't believe it that's crazy but it was just like it was the most fucking like white bread movie I've ever seen nobody kissed at any point in the movie there was no physical affection there was no chemistry um <laughs> there's like just they just have like every single rom-com trope like they like go to a bar together and they like take photos in a photo booth and like oh we look really cute together it's like wait no I'm not meant to have feelings for you <laughs> um, <laughs> they like go to a record store and like she pulls out this David bit quirky cool. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she pulls out this David Bowie album um, and she's like, oh, did you know, like, he actually co-wrote this with Brian Eno? And he's like, see, that's what I like about you. You're so, you're so different. Like, who's Brian Eno? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, like, David Bowie in Pride Month. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't, it was also just like, because it was so inoffensive. I was like, oh, I'm kind of enjoying this. <laughs> it was really just like, like, I had to take Grand in just when, like, you know, the Nadia, the classic rom-com Nadia happens where she's like, He's like, wait, you lied to me. Like, you know, you said that she was really into me. And she's like, well, you don't even care about my, like, dreams and aspirations. And I'm not coming to your wedding. And they, like, go their separate ways. And like, oh, well, she's going to come to his wedding and d- declare. Declare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In about 15 minutes. Yeah. That'll be the end of the movie. Um, but, yeah, so calling for love. Uh, <laughs> I'll, um, I'll put it on my list. For an easy weekend watch. <laughs> Sorry, well, now I'm just going to Google it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what tell, me, tell me how it ends, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It, it's on, um, I think it's on Amazon Prime, as well as broadcasting on Channel 9. 4.9 out of 10! Yeah, pretty, oh. pretty okay for, um, starring Carissa Staples, which doesn't sound like a Don't know who <laughs> real name. Yeah, no, shut <laughs> Um, TV movie. Yeah, and the sort of, the, uh, the MacGuffin of the movie, if you will, was this, uh, this, uh, famous pop singer called Mercy Lewis, who... <laughs> who, um, no, she's completely fictional. But oh, just, like, she just had no like defining characteristics. Like she wasn't like a take, like a take on any existing pop star or anything. Just yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh yeah, I really like her music. It's like, cool. That's that's it. We'll put that to bed. I love that you can tell like the cast is bad when like they're still using their like headshots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Google, yeah, yeah. Like, you look at like their professional headshot, yeah. like. You don't look up Hugh Jackman and see a headshot. Yeah. No, no, you see Hugh Jackman at the yeah. MTV Movie Awards. Yeah, exactly. or, yeah, yeah. This was the only photo of you that we could find. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the summary on uh, IMDb finishes with the sentence, will Samantha follow he heart this time? <laughs> so, you know, I'm going to assume that's not an IMDb <laughs> issue. I don't, this is high quality waffling. Sp- yeah. Spoilers if you're going to watch Calling for Love, but... He, he followed you. <laughs> he followed you. We stand Well, speaking of uh, heart minus one letter, uh, Heat, the Miami Heat. Oh, um, great segue. They've. Is it minus one letter? The, yeah. Yeah, oh my yeah, god, yeah. sorry, it is. Jeez. Oh, oh and, you're, and you're teaching, the, spell, you're teaching the minds of tomorrow, are you? I said the kids would be okay, not yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> In spite of me, they'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we're, we're three games into the NBA Finals. If you're listening to this as soon as it comes out, you're probably about to watch game four. Hopefully it's a Saturday. What else better do you have to do than watch basketball? Saturday morning. 10.30 oh. in the morning. Um, it's It's 2-1. I think in a it's gone pretty predictably you know like a pretty strong Denver win at home Miami does a couple of wrinkles wins wins a game in Denver you know Jimmy Butler's like we came we, we did what we came here to do and then you know Denver's like oh no we actually need to play basketball to win game three mm. um, Aless what are, you, what are your I, what are your thoughts on this series you so call far? me off guard with the word predictable I can't I was like gobsmacked that Miami won game two it's, see like, tell me why I'm actually I'll, shocked I'll tell you why I wasn't okay um, because I think that Denver's the only team that Miami has played that's good at basketball. Mm. Right? So, with all, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, but like, that first game was like, yep, they got it. All good. And like, I appreciate the whole like, Miami eats a lot of dogs and therefore... <laughs> yeah, they're dogs per 38. Yeah. Something about yeah. dogs inside people and whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's still just like, they felt so good in game one. And leading into the series where they were just like, the Timberwolves were shaky and they just like pumped Phoenix, pumped the Lakers. And it's, you know, I thought it was going to be an extension of that because they would finally show Miami like, your roster is actually made up of like nothing, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I've got a Jimmy Butler take, which I think we can save for later. It's not really a take. I think it's just my opinion on it. I get, which is what a take <laughs> That's is. That's what a take is. Jesus, <laughs> I'm off tonight. Um, no, I thought like, I was pretty confident Denver in five. I still kind of am. Sem- like pretty confident mm-hmm. on that mm-hmm. but yeah just that it was too early for a Miami win mm. I, I, I just got off agree guard. with that so much yeah. but I've been so on the anti-heat you know bandwagon <laughs> since they beat my team that I thought I was biased um, but Denver just feel like the most complete basketball team mm. playing this playoffs yeah. of anyone look I, I agree I think Denver is still the favourites 
by far in the series. I don't. I don't think they'll struggle. I don't think this is going to. I don't think this is going to a tight game seven. Maybe this is going to a you know Boston Miami game seven or a you know Boston Philadelphia game seven or something like that. Uh, but I would. So are you saying that Miami will win three games? No, I'm. Saying, oh, okay, I'm saying right. it definitely won't go. It won't go there. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. Right, okay. Um, but unless I would also like Denver. Yeah, they are the most complete team in the NBA. They have sort of. They've had the least faults in this playoff run. I don't think they've really played that many good teams either. Yeah, <laughs> either, yeah, no, yeah they haven't. Yeah, yeah no, true. Like, Minnesota were genuinely well, terrible. You'll know, you'll know, Marcos. Me being your <laughs> yeah. co-host for the last however long. I think everyone's shit. Yeah, yeah. so that's so true. Yeah, and yeah. like Phoenix, they had two incredible players who genuinely single-handedly won them two games. We we spoke about we spoke about how. Devin Booker and Kevin Durant probably could have won that series if they had just dropped 40 points every game. Mm. Like, but that was through no... That was absolutely no compliment to Phoenix as a basketball team. And then the Lakers like had this incredible run. They created a good roster, but at the end of the day, these guys have played like 20 games together versus the, like, you know, what, 240 that Jokic and mm. Murray have played together. The, like, 50 playoff games they've already played together so early in their career. 50's too high, it's not 50. But I think... At a certain point, and we were having this discussion when... I think I had this discussion with both of you and we, we were even before it was sure this was the finals and we were just thinking of the prospect of like a Miami-Denver series where it's like, nah, surely, surely there's just too much talent in Denver and that will run over Miami. But we've just had that discussion every single time yeah, at yeah. the beginning of every single series with this Miami team. And like, I think we... I think this is the point where we should start giving, almost giving them the benefit of the doubt and be like, if Spoken genuinely outcoached Denver in game two like he did, and like, there wasn't like any individual performance in that game that fucking won them the game, you know? Oh, like Just the three-point shooting. Yeah, game. it was yeah. great three-point shooting. Which, which they still had, there. Which they had playoffs. Like, all yeah, playoffs right. long. Like, yeah, it wasn't an aberration. Yeah, they'll shoot 30% one game, they'll shoot 50% another. They'll lose the first game, they'll win the second. Um, but like... It's just so repeatable at this point. They've done it so many times in this run. They did it so many times last year as well. Like, I think, like, last year, last year's Miami run was so weird because they were the one seed and they got to the conference finals. They got within a shot of being in the finals. And, like, you're like, ah, it felt like a failure of a season. (laughs) Like, because they were just playing this dog shit looking basketball for a one seed. And then I think because it's flipped and they're, like, constantly chasing the game. Uh, they're getting more out of like a few players, but like ultimately, this is the same roster as their playoff run last season. Like Duncan Robinson re- remembered how to play. Caleb Martin's a bit better, and then like Kevin Love is six foot ten and yeah, you know, one hundred and ten kilos. Mm-hmm. But it's like, the same performers. Like I mean, yeah. Hero, Hero had a couple of moments last last year in the playoffs, yeah. mm-hmm. but I, I don't think Hero is like a, a, a needle mover. No, like for everything he gives you on offense, mm-hmm. like gives them a target on defense. Yeah. And yeah, what does Jamal do? What does Murray do to a hero? Yeah, yeah exactly, right. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, like Jamal Murray hasn't, you know, been like, give me Duncan Robinson, you know, in the ice yeah. because like Duncan Robinson can stay in front of him all of a sudden. Yeah, <laughs> Duncan <laughs> Robinson's locked in. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm interested to hear where you go with this, Sam, to be honest. With just the, like the, this conversation, right? Like mm-hmm. the, just the Nuggets and Heat and like the Heat winning early and I guess like what comes from here. Or even just the Heat roster, right? I mean, I, I'd be surprised. I honestly might be, would be surprised if the Heat made another game. Mm. I think they they don't have an answer <clears throat> for the Jokic 
and Murray two-man game. Like, as well as they did in game two. Like, they won that on the back of hot shooting. And Jamal Murray <clears throat> can make tough shots. And I, I don't think that's a recipe for success if mm. Murray's going to just be make, having to, like, rely on contested jumpers. Mm. But watching last game, um, every time that, like, Jokic goes to set a back screen and rolls into a pick and roll with Murray. Mm. I'm like, oh, they, they just get anything they want. They started trying to... Most efficient play in the league in the last yeah. five, five seasons or something. Yeah, Honestly, yeah. though, but it's, yeah. it's insane to watch because they're, they're, Spo's a genius and he's trying to throw different looks at him. Like mm. They've started this doubling thing to kind of like hedge Murray out and just make him be a decision maker because it's the lesser of two evils. Mm. And turns out he's pretty good at it. Turns out he's awesome. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. he's he's not he's not like at that like Steph level <laughs> or like the Jokic level, but he just makes the right play. Mm-hmm. Like he's I was watching uh, watching the game and thinking, well, he's missed like this really difficult squeeze pass to get the ball to Jokic, but like it's like three guys in the league that can make that pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's just like, oh, I'm just gonna hold on to the ball, string it out, kick it to the corner, Bruce Brown wide open for three, or like swings it back, hits Jokic, who finds. Aaron Gordon cutting and it's just like I don't know what else they can do and that's that's been like the beauty of this series is like these are like the two best coach teams in the like mm. league in like a really long time as well like yeah. the only player on either team who doesn't do what he's told is Michael Porter Jr. Like, yeah. <laughs> but everyone knows that yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's built into the system yeah, yeah, exactly. like, only give it to him when you're happy with him taking the shot yeah. that, that he will have yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah like you're saying yeah Jamal Murray's not this elite uh, yeah, this elite creative, this elite passer, but Michael Malone's like, you, you make this decision in this point. I'm sure, obviously, he has some innate passing. He's a point guard on yeah, yeah, championship yeah. level team. Yeah. But, you know, we see so often players like him who are like, you know, hot shooters, yeah. like, you know, uh, big scorers just are like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna make this my play instead of just make the right decision. Yeah. But yeah, and then it just trickles down all the way, like KCP, Aaron Gordon, Bruce Brown, Brown Christian Brown yeah. as well. Like everything he did. He had some big minutes. Yeah. And everything he did was like, you know, obviously that was like great finishing, good shooting, great athleticism, good defense, but it was just also like being in the right place at the yeah. right time and yeah. like knowing knowing when to give the ball up yeah. and knowing when to hang on to it. Well that was the difference between him and Porter, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just play your fucking, just play the role. Yeah, yeah. Play the role because we've got these two. I happen to find myself like punching through all my regular podcasts. So I had to like fill some content. So I switched over to Bill Simmons because it was there. Right? <laughs> you sort of just like, have, when you have to settle, you have to settle. And we've, whoever, all, we've all been there. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy, have we ever. Um, and whoever he had on, I've already forgotten his name, but he was like, I just don't think it's sustainable. Like, I just don't think it's good when your top two players both get 30 point triple doubles. Just, He's like, hey, shut the fuck up. It's just a non issue. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 shut the fuck up because guess what? Every time that happens, mm. they win. Yeah. Every time it happens. So, sustainability or not, right? Because they're not trying to make it sustainable. They're not going for two 30 point triple doubles. It's like half, the t- half of their wins this series has been either Murray or Jokic mm, mm, and yeah. not both at the same time. But and then when can, they get the game when both happens, like, what do you, what do you reckon? Like, yeah. You can flip that every time and be like, well, it's not sustainable for Miami to shoot 40% from three or yeah. playoffs. Like, yeah. They're not trying it. They're just trying to be good for like the two yeah. months the playoffs are on yeah. Yeah. and win games. Yeah, yeah. And it's happening time and time again. It's just that, yeah, when, when the proof is in the pudding, how can you be like, this isn't sustainable? Yeah, well, he's... He, the, they're in the NBA finals. Yeah, there's exactly. two and a half. Exactly. <laughs> His whole take was like, I, I want everyone in my team to be good. I want everyone to be contributing. Yeah. And he's like... 
it doesn't matter because if Booker and Durant both score 40, mm. they'll win. Mm. And they're also, all the teams are duos at the moment. Like, yeah. it's like Booker, Durant, Tatum, Brown, yeah. Bam, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. everyone in the, that got deep is a duo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that being said, wait, where am I going with this? Yeah, because what, what, part of game two as well was like, uh, you know, Jimmy being able to defend Jamal Murray because mm. Kevin Love was on the floor, so there was a bigger body in the paint yeah. for Aaron Gordon for, you know, for switching on to Jokic, etc. Um, and yeah, like, that just didn't bother, bother Murray at all in game two, <laughs> the fact that Jimmy was defending him. Yeah. Um, he was just like, oh no, I'm really good at basketball. Yeah. And like, I don't know, if, if Jimmy's, Jimmy's, if they lose, Jimmy's going to say he's nursing an injury. Yeah. Like, fucking, is every, like, top 15 player, player in the league except for Nikola Jokic, like, yeah. <laughs> nursing an injury <laughs> in their playoff exit. You know, Jason Tatum, Kawhi Leonard, Kevin Durant, like, every single one of them is hurt. Yeah. Quite not. LeBron James, even at, the, even at the end of this run, was yeah. like, yeah. yeah, yeah, I've got this yeah. thing. The injury that he sat out two months for <laughs> yeah. turned out to still exist yeah. when he came back. But, like, I think there is something to be said of, like, I think, if, if anything, Jimmy was, like, a bit of a weak link in game three in that defensive way. Like, because Jamal was like, I can play up to his level. Like, I think he just, his confidence got a bit knocked by being harangued by him in like yeah. the first two quarters yeah. um, of game two. And then he was like, no, like, well, he, like, I'm better than this. Kind of, didn't, maybe didn't seek him out, but they, they said that, they didn't call that timeout in that last play yeah. in game two. And they set that screen, which if they, if they had that shot again, they're probably going to call a timeout or maybe not set that yeah, screen yeah, and let him yeah. go. I think it was Vincent he was on. But it was, it was one of those like last three minutes of a basketball yeah. game where there was no stops, no, no timeouts, no free throws or anything. Else. And you, you can't, you can't stop the energy. Yeah. Was. And, and Jamal, like he oh, got, he I got just, a look. I disagree. You think we, we should always call a timeout? Bro, we, well, not, I mean like, I don't think we should always do it, yeah. but I think like we've just gone through two months of Budenholzer and Monty William. I think Monty Williams did it once or twice. Missoula never calls and, timeouts. And Missoula, and while well, he was going to be the like the yeah. linchpin. Yeah. But really, it's been all of like three years. Yeah. Missoula, this whole offseason, it's like, call the fucking timeout. Because yeah. the shot that Murray got, hmm. you can get on literally any yeah, position. Yeah. Right? Breakdown of play, you get that shot. I think people see like Steve Kerr and the Warriors, who are the best like junk it up team mm. of all time. Like they just, with Steph and Clay out there, you can, you can get away with that because when the play goes to crap or you get those you know, loose balls, cross matches, just having shooting means that you can go at those mismatches so much easier. And I think people see that and like the, the, the you know, the highlight is the shot against the OKC in you know, 2016, where they don't call the timeout and Curry yeah. pulls up from wherever. But not everyone has those weapons. Yeah. Also, like none of these guys are Damian Lillard. Like he's yeah. the only bloke. Mm. He's pretty much the outside of what yeah. you're talking about. <clears throat> he's the only one that I'll just like let run down the floor in my jacket. Yeah. Right. I, I want to push back a little bit because I do think you call the timeout in that situation but also like there's got to be that thought in your mind that you're giving Miami like three minutes with Eric Spolstra you know to yeah. like yeah. To, to, yeah. to go through every single wrinkle to go through every single like you know decision to make when they're already so well drilled mm-hmm. when their defense is already so like on a string you're giving him the opportunity to be like they do this, you do this. If they do this, you do this. If they yeah. do this, you yeah. do this. Yeah. I guess that's true. Like, asterisk, you're the best offense in the NBA. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, if it was anyone but Denver, that's probably true. Like, I'm sure that 
Miami scheme would like shut down whatever Sacramento Kings play comes out of that timeout, right? But <laughs> like, they're the best offense in the NBA. No, no, well, yeah, but like Mike Malone's the best play drawer yeah. in yeah. the NBA. Yeah. He was for the Warriors and he is for the Nuggets, right? So, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I just. Anyway, look, no, it's all just like much of a muchness. Yeah, it's much. Jeez. Wow, wavelength. Bro. Yeah, so here's the, here's the take, David, yeah. right? Here's the take. Like, Jimmy Butler's just not good enough at basketball. Right, hold on. <laughs> like his ceiling is just way not high enough, right? And like, yep, dog mentality, rah rah rah, great defensive scheme, best coach in the league or top two, you know. Um, but like, he's not, and I'm gonna name like some of the greatest basketball players ever. Right? But like, he's not Jokic, LeBron, Durant. Like, he's not Tatum really, like talent wise. Right? No. He's like, can't shoot threes, doesn't want to. We'll set up his teammates during the game, you know, like 28, 8, and 8. Like he's, like, he's excellent. Great mentality. They probably love playing with him. But, like, push comes to shove, and, like, it's won them the three series. Like, I, t- like, I get everything that comes with it, right? But I think he only won them one series, really. Like, I think he, well, I yeah. think he only really won them well, the Bucks series. Yeah, he, like, I... Yeah. I don't think he's really performing. I'll, I'll push back a little bit and, think yeah. that, and say that his ceiling, I think, is actually that good. Mm. I think it's like a consistency thing. Okay. Because um, you look at people, people, you know, hamming on um, Tatum's playoffs, which wasn't wasn't great, but you actually look at his stats compared to Butler, they're all better. Mm. Like his efficiency, his volume numbers, all better, and he's a better defensive player than I think Butler is. Butler, when Butler's he wants smaller, to be, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Like like Butler's awesome. Great, and I think he can have those. You know, he has that fifty-point game against mm. against against the Bucks, and looks awesome. And you know, the final series against LA, he looked really good and was really dragging that team. But I just—it's really hard to survive when you're a good playmaker. You're not elite. You're living in the mid-range, yeah. which unless you're Durant, yeah, or, or living with kind of like contested looks at the room you know yeah. like he's not yeah. a he's not like a blow by guy like he's, no he doesn't like you know get his defender and then blow by him to the room he's like i'm going to the room you're coming with me but this is yeah and he's like yeah. a smart and crafty yeah. and old and wise right but i think this is leaning into what i'm saying like he's actually just not he's actually just not that excellent yeah he's right? like he's like an eight out of ten in everything or something yeah yeah, like, yeah. In pretty he's, much, he's awesome but like yeah. you need to be and like yes that's so true but you like we're at a point now in the nba where it's like you need to be so fucking good at basketball yeah right well let's think about jimmy like even if you think about him positionally right if you put him up against like the best wings of i'm sounding so fucking first take here um <laughs> the best wings of his generation yeah. like lebron james Absolute fucking physical freak. Yeah. Kevin Durant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, another yeah, physical yeah. freak who's also Kawhi, like Kawhi top Leonard. five shooter of all time. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard. Like yeah. uh, two way doesn't yeah. doesn't yeah. miss a jumper. Yeah, yeah. Even someone like Paul George, so much more athletic than him. Yeah. yeah. Like bigger than him, yeah. better shooter than him. Yeah. Uh, Jason Tatum, like yeah. six foot ten. Yeah. Good at absolutely everything. Yeah. yeah. And it, yeah, and then he's like He's kind of he he, he looks small if you put him he, if yeah. you line him up next to those guys. He doesn't have the skills. That those players have, yeah. like he, he's he's hardworking, yeah. um, strong. I think that's his athleticism. Is he's strong? He yeah, can, yeah. He can take a bump and still hit a shot. But he's not, he's not as tall as any of those guys. I don't think, so and he can't shoot as well as any of those guys. Yeah. Mm. So his thing, and like, but his team's always in the Eastern Conference Finals, right? And so mm. it's like, 
yeah, willpower, strength, like being wise, it'll get you this far. But it just like and like you know his roster's not excellent. Mm. And like Bam Adebayo sometimes plays down. Yeah, and doesn't play up mm. as in like as a as just a basketball. Mm. He doesn't like over. He doesn't like over execute them. So well. that's not the right word. But like it doesn't play above his means, right? No, no. He always plays exactly where he is at talent wise. And a good a good Bam game is where you always look at it and you go, oh yeah, it was a good Bam. Game. That was good. But yeah. no one's going like, oh Bam Adebayo dropped thirty had. Seven assists and twenty. Well, Bam Adebayo is like a thirty, ten, and ten. Yeah, like yeah. talent wise, like he could absolutely go thirty, yeah. ten, and ten. Yeah. He doesn't, yeah. and he won't. But you know, like the best Bam game is like he has like twenty two and twelve, yeah. and then he has like five amazing defensive plays yeah. that are like yeah. n- you know not just like he was good, solid all game. Like he's like, oh no, he he cut he cut that play off, he cut that play. But off, even the game two shot. game, everyone's yeah. raving about him. He had what like. 25 on yeah. 24 shots or something yeah. it's like yeah that's not great offense well, yeah it wasn't free throw line which is a bunch of idiots right? yeah yeah it's <laughs> like look I mean it comes back like they're the best executing roster in the NBA right and yeah. like Boston's the polar opposite yeah Boston's yeah. like the best talent the most talented roster in the NBA they can't do anything no. right and then Miami has a like pretty ugly roster just from like draft, yeah, yeah. Draft as far as like, and like the playoff teams go, yeah, well. yeah. Oh, absolutely. And like the seeding, their, yeah. their season, everything was so gross, right? And they execute so well. And you know, you walk, you sort of beat all these teams. Willpower, we keep talking about. Oh, I keep talking about it. And then Denver comes along, and they're the mixture of skill and willpower. And it's like, well, now what, right? Yeah. But like, think about it. So if you're if you're a role player on the Miami Heat, and you look at Jimmy Butler, who's like. You know, a talented guy. What, he drafted 30? 29? 29. Yeah. Uh, so, has worked incredibly hard to get where he is. Like... And a really know, great floor raiser. Like yeah. He is. Yeah, he is. He is. He makes, he makes everyone better. And, like, yeah. I, I, you know, I've... I've uh, I've, I put I put heat culture on blast, you know, in, <laughs> in text in the past, and I'm retracting it completely. But like that is kind of what heat culture is yeah. like. As cringe as that is in one way, it is like you know, this guy who isn't the most talented guy on the floor. He's not the most physical. You know, he's not the biggest, but he like he plays himself into that tier. It isn't enough to win a championship, maybe. You know, like maybe there's a season where everything breaks a bit better for. Like even better for the yeah. Miami Heat. Yeah. That's the only sort of circumstance. But compare that to like, sorry, you know, Boston, where like maybe Jason, Jason Tatum's he's a bit of a golden child, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 for sure. Like for sure. that that roster is like golden children and honestly role, and role play. Like since you know? he got into the league and everyone realized Fox ain't that good. Lamelo Ball, um, Gonzo Ball isn't as good as people thought yeah. he was going to be. It's like oh, Tatum was steal. Yeah. If, Boston fleeced everyone and they're set since since we got Gordon Haywood and all those picks it's like Boston set themselves up to like win the next 30 championships yeah, 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 yeah. he's just had that behind him the whole yeah. time and now there's like a bit of pushback of yeah and then Nikola Jokic drafted a fucking 510th or whatever yeah, Taco Bell commercial yeah, yeah, yeah Taco yeah, Bell yeah. commercial and yeah and then you're like no this guy came he you know he just went and played basketball every night the team was like oh he's really good Let's make him the center of our team. They did that. You know, if you play with him, you are getting an open shot six times a game. Like, that lifts you up in mm. another way as well. Yeah. So, like... And seeing a guy that, like, has adjusted his game. I don't think mm. he gets enough credit. Like, he's really adjusted his game to being the centerpiece. 
because you know everyone knows he wants to pass the ball. Like he'd he'd rather have you know ten assists than thirty points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's learned. Ah, oh, you're gonna stick Jimmy. Like he had got a switch with Jimmy Butler, and he's like, you're not gonna double me. All right, this is I'm gonna score, yeah. and I'll, I'm willing. He's willing to score forty now. Yeah, if yeah. that's what it takes. Well, yeah. You know, no. Yeah, sorry. You go. Why can he learn? And no, I, I bring it up every fucking time I'm on this podcast. How come he can learn? Why does he have enough brain cells and like and like just uh, probably pride to be like, oh, okay, like if I do this, I'll get better, and therefore everything else yeah. will work better. As opposed to like your Tatum's, yeah, who's willing to who, like who's not willing to do that. After 87 playoff games, you just like keep folding over yeah, and over yeah. and over. Or like, yeah, the whole boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like, you know what the best part about Jokic is? He's not American. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> That's yeah. so he's, good. He's only my second least favourite race this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the problem though. It's like, your old, your old uncle's, he's, he's your old uncle's favourite player. Just don't ask him why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's an interesting haircut on that guy. What's his name? Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to know. Yeah. Um, this, is a, this is a really good series. For, partly for the reason where there's like there are so many players in this who like embody that you know that thing you love want to love about NBA players where it's like oh you like you recognise what you weren't yeah. good at and you got better like Duncan Robinson this guy legitimately in 20 in the 2020 it, like finals right yeah. he, he couldn't defend then like I don't no. know how he yeah. stayed, he stayed in the lineup because he was shooting like 44% now, now he's like shooting better not yeah. at that level but he's Learned how to defend, you know? He's like, he's um, like, oh, I got dropped. All right, well, I better spend the offseason. <laughs> he went from, he went from like spotting up, like pump faking, and if the guy flew past him, like he couldn't dribble. Yeah. And yeah. now he's like, he contested layups. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Dribble, after, dribble, really. Yeah, yeah. Threes, yeah, like, he's or, actually or, got, or, or dribble, getting, dribble past the corner. Yeah, like, like inside the arc now. Yeah, and not even, not even just cutting. Like he'll, he'll fucking take people to yeah. the rim. <laughs> and like, he's, like, he's still, he, he's only got like the one, yeah. like high layup, That's like high of glass. But you just LeBron need... James no back. Yeah, man, LeBron's got no back. He's, like, he's probably the best player to ever play play basketball. Have you seen this Jason? But have you seen, have you seen Luke Cornett's Wait, like oh, celebration right. of like he gets a dunk and like you go running up the court and he like op- opens up an imaginary bag and looks surprised. Ask <laughs> the game what it was like. Oh, I was just surprised to find something in my bag. Oh, my wow, he's very endearing. Also, one of your uncle's favorite. Players. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, go figure. Yeah, I wonder what they have. Man, I think my uncle's gonna love Grady Dick. <laughs> man, look at Dodgers needs Dick. Yeah, yeah man. That Paige Becker girl, like she knows how to play. <laughs> any any other any other thoughts on the NBA Finals here? Like, what, what are we expecting Game Four? Is this just like? I I think I said at the start I'd be surprised if Miami win another game. I take that back. They could very well win another yeah. game. Would be extremely surprised if they win the series. Yeah, yeah I don't think. I don't think winning the series is almost on the cards. I think they'll win game four, though. I think... You're tight, they'll tie it up? I think it's at home. And, like, I just think... Spo's, like, reaction to losses is really good. Mm. Um, yeah. Although he didn't react well in the Boston series. He lost three in a row. <laughs> <laughs> I, but, do, I do wonder sometimes. He coached so well that it's like, was that just the players? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think they were... I think they almost wanted to lose game four. And then I think game five, they genuinely lost. And then game six, it was like, oh, shit. Yeah, this is yeah, running yeah, away yeah. from us. Whereas but he gets the team on 
Like they're so they never get high and never get low, really for the most part. Yeah. I don't know how they won games. I mean Boston crap bed, but like to come out and perform after oh, losing yeah. three straight when every single person in media is saying Boston gonna win. Yeah, yeah. Like I everyone thought I thought we were gonna yeah. win. How do you win by that much? It yeah. Was, it was that, was, that was a bloodbath. Jalen Brown is eight ten. I, I, <laughs> I was driving up to Sydney, so I was listening to that on uh Heat Radio, um, Valley, Valley Sports, <laughs> Miami Heat Nation, <laughs> um, and it was so fucking good. The uh, the announcer for the Miami Heat on the radio, he's he sounds like Alex Jones. <laughs> he just has like he just had the That's best awesome. turns of phrase. He's like Caleb Martin for three, the Heat. Five or seven from the land of milk and honey. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what Miami Heat announces. I really, I love their um, their broadcast. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I feel like they're some of the least biased, mm. which isn't the point of local broadcast. Like, no. Anyone that's complaining that Boston are homers or whatever, it's like, well, it's not for you. Yeah, but yeah, it's the, for Boston. It's but the, Boston yeah, yeah, the best yeah. local broadcasts are the ones that yes. are not biased. Like, Absolutely. Like, Shout out to Joel Myers and uh, Antonio Daniels. The the best broadcasting duo not on ESPN in the league. Who? That's all I say. The Pels. The oh, Pels yeah, that. that sounds like a pretty biased take. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Mike Green's in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty. Yeah, yeah that's right. He's really. Yeah, good. and then you got like Ironing and Richard Jefferson yeah. for the Nets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Ah, oh, yeah. They're so good. Yeah. Mike Green is so good when he calls oh, these games. My, so how? I. Do not understand though why Mark Jackson has a job. He makes <laughs> the finals, and I don't mind Jeff Van Gundy because yeah. at least he's funny. Yeah, Mike Br- no, no um, Jackson. Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson has never said anything insightful in his entire career. You're preaching to the choir here, man. Yeah, or of of any value. No, it's not, not even insightful, just value. <laughs> yeah, as he provided like a single for a guy that's like the fourth all-time assist getter. His basketball IQ seems yeah, yeah, non-existent. Yeah. yeah. This like big corporation, man. Like it, you know, like the Disney Disney too big to fail. I said mm. on the four man wave. Mm. Like they can, they can just put anyone out there, and it's like if you've got the rights to the NBA finals, fuck it, just roll out whoever you have to roll out. Yeah, but just imagine if it and was d- just like I know, imagine Harlan or uh, Disney's got no reason to to pull any to pull. Yeah, them. but but they you know they put those it's those three because they commentate so much together. It's like too late. <laughs> they, this is what happens with like like when they, when Marv Albert was still like yeah. they just oh, and that was terrible. Are, that was... ignoring he's an awful human being. Mm. Um, is he? Oh yeah, yeah. no, right. Oh no, he like assaulted a uh, yeah. sex worker. Oh great, yeah. And then yeah, he got fired, course. and they brought him back. Yeah, the season later. Sick. Yeah, like this isn't this isn't not yeah it's not it's not allegedly he did it. No, oh, yeah, yeah, cool. you got charged with it. Yeah, um, <laughs> awesome guy. Seven, yeah. Seven, but he couldn't commentate for like the last you know ten years of his career because he couldn't see and he couldn't hear and he couldn't he didn't know any of the players he didn't know any of the players he'd be like for three and then you watch the replay both feet are inside the line it's like what do you do and then then he'll go oh now they're saying it's a two it's like no they didn't they're just an idiot they always said it was a two yeah Yeah. (laughs) Um, but people people eventually like this guy is too old and they kind of let him go obviously but I don't know be on top of it yeah yeah yeah, no, no, we yeah we fully agree (laughs) (laughs) I think that I think there's good yeah there's good colour guys uh, not coloured. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's guys here on your hate. We're not trying to get politically charged here. There's good colour guys coming through. Like, yeah, like Richard Jefferson will make it good. Yeah, he's awesome. When he's in his 50s, he'll be like, 
he'll be, he'll be like JBG. You'll be like, ah, oh, you fucking dickhead, but you are pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. JJ Reddick, you know, I'm squashing the beef with, beef with him for like the fifth time since you retired. <laughs> <laughs> he's a really good caller. I'll pick up that piece. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, CJ McCollum, he's had his hand on the broadcast a couple of times. Yeah. So Draymond Green will probably do it. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, he'll be so angry. Draymond Green will be funny. Though. <laughs> <laughs> like, get, it, like, get him on TNT. He, no, he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he does. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He does. He does. Yeah. I just wonder, like, <laughs> when he stops bloody being LeBron's best friends. Like, we get it. You're mates. Yeah. He's, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, got yeah. so many flaws, and he'll have them all, like, when he's like long retired, yeah. and, like maintain all of those flaws. But at least he knows what he's talking about. It's like, yeah, yeah exactly. Because yeah. what's the arena? Like, it makes me like, how is Gilbert Arenas ever good at basketball? <laughs> Honestly, how how like how can you he was be so good as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was awesome. Yeah, but how can you be that like stupid for like yeah. lack of a better word? Like, how can you know? How can you say something that makes you seem like you know so little? Mm. But if we go back fifteen years, like you were just excellent at the mm. sport. Yeah, you yeah. like might have been the best point guard in the league. Yeah. Mm. It's because he is genuinely like so stupid. Like, I mean, in like a decision. Oh, no, he's, you know, he's, he's, he is. Decision making. You hear Richard yeah, Jefferson yeah. talk about him, and he's like, he's like, I love, I love Agent Zero. He's my guy, but the guy is an idiot. Yeah. 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 Um, Which is crazy, because then, like, because basketball now, like, how smart does Nikola Jokic has to, has to, have to be to, like, process mm, at the mm. speed he processes, the amount of things that he processes, mm. and then consistently make, not just like, we were talking about Jamal Murray mm. making the right call. Jokic goes like a level above yeah, that right. pretty much all the time, right? Yeah, which is yeah. fucking yeah, crazy. Like I, didn't even, I didn't even see that. Like yeah, no even, one I saw it. No, you you watch right. highlights that I've seen before, and I know this pass is a highlight that he's made, and I go, I still don't see how he saw that that was a pass. Yeah, like I, from our very limited basketball playing ability, I if I saw that I wouldn't even think to pass it. No, like this is. Ridiculous. So yeah, so on yeah, like so then how can you be that stupid and then go to basketball? Yeah. Like it just it's it's really <laughs> crazy. And then it's so like yeah, I don't know. Like first of all, A the league was worse back then. That's, oh yeah. That's a B like yeah. that has just Don't tell to, don't tell Kobe fans that. Well that just has to be true. Yeah, well exactly. But that just has to be true. Here's the thing with Kobe, right? Kobe was so Kobe shot a million jumpers, all he did was yeah. get up at three and shoot jumpers and jumpers. Then why is his fucking field goal percentage so shit? <laughs> why is he so bad at shooting jumpers? Then? All he did yeah. was shoot jumpers. He's pretty fucking bad at it. Like, yeah, Kobe. Yeah, Kobe, no. yeah whatever. Great tough shot maker. And like one of the one of the best 15 players yeah. who ever played. That's right. weird. Yeah. We, can, uh, we, we don't need to. We don't. We don't nah, need to. We don't need to give Kobe Bryant. <laughs> <Ryan. laughs> he's, he's good. He's good. Um, yeah, but there's the Kobe Bryant meme. That's enough. Um, we don't want to. We don't want to become like first take. No. But like back on that Jokic thing, it's so just just to bring it back to you know the basketball that's happening at the moment. Um, it's so good we're getting to watch him win an NBA oh. championship, and it's so good that after. The three years of like oh but like I think Joel Embiid should actually be the MVP oh, where, right. where, where, where playoff performance became a real but thing this is it we're genuinely gonna get a discussion like in the off season where it's like fuck Jokic should have won that one like, yeah Embiid has, it's all, it's Embiid has a Mickey Mouse MVP yeah I, honestly, like, you know when we, we, we all had well, I think you probably you had Embiid for the MVP I did I did and I, which I, is I, fine which is fine it's not a bad it's, it's not a bad <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's a regular season award, and yeah. he was and awesome. Jokic was better. 
<laughs> I'm going to flip this table. <laughs> no, no. But I, I do kind of hate that we were robbed of like a history making. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three yeah, MVPs. Three MVPs of Bird's the only yeah. other guy that's done that, I think. Yeah. Um, like, that, that, that's awesome. But we're not going to see it because a bunch of people... Or too many people thought that playoff performances mattered and that Jokic is underperformed, which is the dumbest thing it I've started ever, with Giannis. ever heard. Yeah. 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 It started with Giannis and Giannis won the chip. Now Jokic is going to do yeah. it. Asterix. Yeah. Now Embiid uh, isn't going to do it. You know, like. No, well, no. But like Giannis went MVP, MVP, yeah. playoff failure, win chip. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Now Jokic is going to do the exact same process. Yeah. Yeah. Or to, couldn't, they couldn't, the league couldn't be in like more entertaining safe space with Jokic and Giannis mm. at the moment I just think like those two likeable charismatic um, really really fucking good at basketball yeah mm. yeah. can we stop with the bad defending thing as well yeah, yeah. like I know we talk about it often like I'm sure we all agree he gets talked about it because he's like the one guy on the team who's like not, like, not even bad. bad he's not that's yeah that's why he, he, he's, he's just straight up like not bad at it game, <laughs> game one in this series I was like he just he just read every pick and roll correctly like you know he was just his his foot his footwork when he's like yeah. you know playing drop which is yeah. just not drop coverage like you know, yeah he's, he's, he's more mobile than people think particularly side to side yeah and he knows he knows what he can do uh, he knows his limitations so well. I, yeah, and it was this, it's the thing he does on offense is like he, on defense he also doesn't put a foot wrong. Yeah, he recognizes like okay, I'm not getting up. To, yeah, to that. Yeah, like yeah. I'll give you how many yeah. how many centers in the league are how many centers in the league are getting up to that and also not you know fouling out That's before right. the yeah yeah it's, it's like fourth quarter it's like, like Giannis well like the, the like the defensive part of the year. Just foul everyone. All yeah. The time. Yeah, Je- yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, Jack Jackson Jr. is awesome, but yeah, but he's not like. He's not. He's, he's not making the best decision. Ever, yeah, yeah. Every he's like, the guys that are like, smart like conversation. Yeah, yeah, Bam, yeah. Giannis. Yeah, yeah. Go Bam. Yeah, yeah. Bam, yeah. Bam makes the right decision defensively every single time. Yeah. Like, oh god, he's good. Yeah. Um, same with Giannis. Uh, I think Go Bam gets just put in too many bad situations. Yes, yeah, I don't. I don't need any Giannis. Go Bam like defense slander because yeah. he's really he's mm. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. he was his limitations by, are other things he was surrounded yeah. by four bad perimeter defenders yeah. in a system where he required good perimeter defenders like but, but, the, but the Jokic thing is kind of similar to like um, the Miami series of Boston and I hate to keep talking about Boston I don't but like they, 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 they went at Derek White mm. for the first you know three games Jimmy Butler was like I want that match I want that matchup and um, Derek White's an awesome defender it just so happens that that's yeah, just the yeah. matchup that it is and I feel like that's kind of what people do with Jokic. It's like yeah. it's not by virtue of him being a bad defender because he's got mm. awesome hands. He's always in the right spot. It's just, I mean, other, Jamal Murray is the other obvious guy you can go at. Um, but they're so well coached that it's just like yeah, you got to exactly. kind of take what they give you. Yeah. Which is why Porter had to get bent because it requires so much like pre-switching. And yeah. Like whatever, right? And so as soon as you're not doing that, you're out. Yeah. 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 Um, the I think the Jokic thing. It's not racial, right? But it's like he's just he's just like. Slow and white. Yeah, he's yeah. slow, tall, and white. Yeah, and I, and I think like you know again, unless with the oversimplifying, but like you watch a basketball game, and you see this pudgy guy like stomping around. Yeah, and he kind of flails around. Yeah, yeah. It's like he's bad at defending. Yeah. It's like like just obviously he's not. He's so obviously not. Yeah. If you watch more than like five minutes of basketball mm. of yeah. a Denver game, but and and you have to like be particularly with defense results driven rather than process. Like mm. offense, I feel like you can be a lot more process driven like if you're getting good shots and not falling that's fine but defense like it's like it's very measurable 
Mm. Not very measurable. Defense stats, there's heaps of noise in them. But like, on a if team, you, on a team scale, it is right. Yeah, yeah. Denver's Denver's defense is excellent. Mm. Yeah. Guess who they're like. Big fucking rim, rim protector is. Yeah. It's like the pudgy white guy. There's no other guy there either that's like <laughs> making up for it. But yeah, even, yeah. even when you were looking at like, um, even when people were making, you know, when it was a closer race in the DPOY between Triple J and Brook Lopez, like what was tipping it in Triple J's favour was like, okay, like, you know, frequency of shots at the rim yeah. and like, you know, uh, percentage at the rim and like percentage of three point and shit like that, which is results, you know, that's, yeah. that's not, that's yeah. not process. That's like, all right, when Triple J's on the floor, like teams are worse at scoring points yeah, 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 um, yeah. rather than being like, oh, he's getting in passing lanes and making blocks and stuff. So like, yeah, yeah. And particularly the course of the season. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. Right. I'm in a constant, I'm in a constant argument with a student on a Giannis versus <laughs> Jokic, who's a better player conversation. He's like, well, Giannis is just two way. Right, he's just better, he's better at defending, and I'm like, all right, okay. Jokic is better at shooting threes, shooting free throws, shooting mid ranges. He's as, he's as good in the key. He's way better at passing, and he's like, but like he can't defend point guards, and mm-hmm. so that's it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. That's enough for you. Like, I don't, right, well, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, this is my take. This this brings it all together. Process wise, Giannis is a terrible offensive player. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. he can't shoot. He he. Like, he gets to the line, but, like, sometimes he doesn't, and then he doesn't hit his free throws. And he doesn't actually have a very good touch at the rim. Like, it's good. It's not like, you know, it's not a league level. It's not like Jokic. Yeah, it's not like Jokic. It's not like Zion. It's it's not like, you know, those big guys who get up there and then have, like, a really, like, fine touch. Yeah. However, his result is he averages 30 yeah. points a game. Yeah. Because yeah. he's bigger and stronger and more yeah. athletic than everyone else. So, yeah, he's a good offensive player because of that. Because he can score really efficiently yeah. because yeah. of the result. But you look at the process and you're like, fuck, this is kind of ugly. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? And he's an excellent defender. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he is a process and yeah. results yeah. defender. Jokic, process, amazing. Beautiful offensive player to yeah. watch. Uh, results. Makes the right read every <laughs> 26 points, 12 assists. Yeah. yeah. Defense. You look at him and you're like, okay, what the fuck are you doing? Results. Denver are a good defensive team. Like, yeah. he's a plus defender. With, like, yeah. There with are good all these good defenders. Events. They're not like South the world. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, and with yeah. two other weak links on the floor. Yeah. Any given, like, you know, in the starting lineup. Uh, so, yeah, I guess that's that's results and process. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm, you know, it's really interesting, Marco. You, you're, a, you're a New Orleans Pelicans fan. Yeah. <laughs> That in itself is interesting. Oh, you man. just I said the Z word. <laughs> you, just, you just happen to say the Z word. He seems to be going through an interesting week. I'm, all, I'm assuming we're all going to the finals. Which yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Denver yeah. in five, great. I want to talk about Zion. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna let's Den- Denver in six. I'll just put it out. Denver there. in six. Yeah, all right. Uh, I'm gonna say Denver in five. Yeah, I'm five. Denver but in six. What's Zion been in? I. <laughs> What hasn't he been in? I don't... What hasn't he been in? That's exactly right. I don't want to open the Zion thing, Mark. I think I'll leave it to you. you. So your team... I said in the group chat the other day, and like, mate, Lucas like flies to Europe, and you just become probably the funniest person <laughs> I've ever been in a messenger thread with. You're actually unbelievably funny. Thanks, man. Right? Just killing it. And then even with just the whole... Like city of New Orleans imploding on Zion, mm. everything falling apart, Twitter's exploding. Like you still manage to just like be unbelievably funny. I'm really <laughs> interested to hear how you like now, ten to twelve hours after making all of these jokes today on the group chat. How are you actually like feeling about what's happening? Do you want to give the listener a brief rundown? Yeah. First? So, uh, it was probably only a week ago. Zion 
on yeah on social media posted i i cannot i'm just gonna preface this with i cannot remember any of the women's names <laughs> i'm sorry about that I remember part of it is when you see bad news and you're like cool i'm just gonna like immediately push that to the side so like i know what it is but i i'm not like i'm not going back to it and, and remembering the details but yeah that uh him and his partner let's uh you know they're expecting a child which is great and congratulations congrats on like, you know like this is from the gender reveal part because I remember seeing that and I yeah. lost over it and yeah. I was like yeah uh, gender, kid. Sure. gender reveal party is thumbs down yeah, yeah. Uh, thumbs you down. know Zion congrats Kevin Durant's 34 and childless you know like, <laughs> <laughs> just, to the side, just a side note I reckon that's not by choice no. I can just like no one wants to have kids with him. Wasn't he? <laughs> he I, I, swear, yeah. I swear he was engaged I to the WNBA player. Yeah, and it didn't happen. But oh, he's just true. a hooper. Yeah. So that's why I just said, uh, nah, he's just looking for a young to join. Yeah. <laughs> nah, Hundy, he's, he's, just ran, he's just waiting to drink Scarlett Johansson's bar. Oh, man, I love him. He's, he's so <laughs> fucking funny. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then uh, in, in sort of. The revelation that Zion was having. Uh, what was it? What was the gender of the baby? I did also. Gl- I, think, also I didn't even know the gender. I think of it's been assigned boy. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, then um, uh, another another woman uh, who is you know uh, works, 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 works in the sex industry. Yeah, let's, shall remain nameless. Let's say that an, an OnlyFans model of of sorts uh, tweeted. A lot of things that I cannot repeat on this podcast. Just basically, you know, Zion has been having, uh, you know, simultaneous relationships with a lot of a lot of women who work in porn. Let's let's put it like that. let's put it like that. And one of these women, and, and then later a second to a lesser extent, has just put all of his dirty laundry out to dry. I've spent much of uh, you know the playoffs just you know beaming that Ja Morant has fumbled. The bag yeah. that John Morant has. I reckon he's probably going to get a fifty-game suspension. You know, and he should. And which he, which oh, he, God, yeah. which he should, which he should, which he, he absolutely. I, I don't want to say he deserves it, but that's yeah. the, that's the right call. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and t- I don't, and I think t- that people say like the, the players' union is going to fight back. I don't think they will because it, like yeah. he's, he's effectively costing them money. Yeah, yeah. there's precedent. He he yeah. he made a mistake and then he like made it. Double down on it. Yeah, exactly. Apparently, he's t- sorry. But apparently his team are coming out saying the toy, the gun was a toy now. Yeah, so that can't that can't be your defense three weeks. Like yeah, funny. also like who cares? If yeah, it didn't well, look like a toy. Well, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, anyway, sorry. And yeah, and now Zion has just come out and <laughs> completely ruined that for me. Um, yeah, like there's ob- obviously, you know, this guy has spent so much time on the bench, injured that he's had to do other things to keep himself entertained. I think I think that's a fair assessment. However He's got a lot of pent up energy. However, you know, there is also the question of like, shit, you had all this stuff going on. Like how much are you focusing on your rehab? Like how much are you focusing on getting healthy and playing basketball? This is a guy who like I don't like whenever he actually plays basketball, he looks so happy to be there. Like we were talking off mic about players who maybe like don't love the game of basketball. Zion when he's on the basketball court, he's having the time of his life. Like he's so happy. Yeah. He's so passionate. And, you know, he plays with so much like, you know, aggression and then poise. Like this just nice balance of like doesn't lose his head, but like he gets yeah. fucking amped because he is like one of the most athletic basketball players of all time. Mm. Um 
But yeah, like, fucking how committed are you to this? <laughs> like, yeah. you have, you have literally have so much riding on your health, you know, not just like for your team, but you personally, like there is so much you have to disprove. And like when you play basketball, you disprove it. Like we were the one seed. He was like, you know, he was genuinely one of the best players. You were a playoff team. Man. Yeah, like, yeah. Wasn't, uh, wasn't easily. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you were easily in the playoffs. Yeah. 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 yeah, and like for you to then just like not be serious about it as soon as you go down, like I, I get it, it's upsetting. You know, your head's all fucked up. It's in the wrong place. But like, it just it just says to me that he's just so not serious about playing basketball. Just like Until, unless he is, yeah. Unless he literally is, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. like very, I think he might like the game. <laughs> yeah, this is like an Allen Iverson thing. But like, you know, loves the game. Maybe all the other work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you're blessed yeah. like that, yeah, six seven and just like jump out of the building. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Aiden. Yeah, Dwight Howard. Yeah, probably doesn't have. Probably has never cared about his body until he got to and the like NBA. At the beginning of the season, he like he genuinely looked. You know, he looked fitter than he has. Mm. Looked. Yeah. He didn't look like he was going to get injured in the same sort of explosive way yeah. that he did in the past. And there were all the clips of him like showing him put on weight. But when you actually saw him on the court, yeah. I was like, oh no, he actually looks. He looks trim. He looked good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like he wasn't at Duke levels or high school levels, but he wasn't at you know mm. he wasn't at season two. Two levels, mm. you know. He wasn't sophomore Zion levels, but yeah, like this is this is just like how much bullshit are you gonna fucking involve yourself I in? I don't understand how's how's a, a new NBA player. It takes you five years to realize you should probably have a, a chef, mm. a professional chef. Like, just that should be your first thing. Have you watched the videos of NFL teams? And so I think sometimes NBA teams release them as well. But like of their facilities and then they could mm. a day with like the head yeah. chef of the blah 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 football team yeah. right um they're amazing yeah. they're so amazing at their job yeah and they provide like like very they provide variants like you're talking yeah. about me cooking a vegan meal for time yeah. Yeah. yeah these guys cook yeah. like if a player is vegan vego doesn't matter what the dietary requirements yeah. are and like it's always at the facility if it's not a facility i fucking guarantee you the team will yeah. send a chef yeah. to the house. But I, I think across sports, like fucking, like no offense, but A League teams have like yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. dedicated chefs. Yeah. Who yeah. Are like, really care. Like, yeah. you know, like Christian Petrarca in the AFL has this little like food yeah, TikTok, he's, he's, and yeah. it's like, like in, not everyone has the time or energy or desire to want to cook, but he mm. clearly has a, has an interest in it. And I'm not saying all of Zion's problems revolve around his eating habits because no, we don't know them. There's clearly other things going no, on. No, but it's related to the whole. But it is related. Like, take that stress out of your life. Get someone else to do it. You're paid. Yeah, yeah. what's the 180 million for? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, we, LeBron's the gold standard, right? Not everyone is going to have LeBron's body and be as durable as he is. But he's put... Yeah. A like dedicated amount of time and money into yeah. maintaining yeah, that. So steroids, yeah, yeah. And steroids. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like twenty years. Million dollars yeah. a year on his body, three million dollars a year on his body. Yeah. Whatever investment. It yeah. Whatever it is. Excellent investment. Yeah. yeah. I mean billion, yeah. billion dollar Nike deal, convenient. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but Zion's had big shoe deals, yeah. he's getting paid, you yeah, know, man. he's just straight up getting paid thirty million dollars like, in cash, you know. Literally like, you get one supermax done. Like is that yeah. gonna yeah. yeah, and when you have that because I think Zion's ceiling is like it's probably one of the highest in the NBA like it's like Giannis level yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 like you know 
we, we there's so much we haven't seen but like his offensive game is you know so diverse it's <laughs> under because of mentality yeah exactly yeah. right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but physical gifts yeah he, he yeah. could be a great defensive player yeah. like okay. watching watching Miami play small ball sometimes yeah. in these playoffs I'm like Zion could yeah. Zion could be a center, you know. Yeah. Like Zion could be a playoff center. And if I was two inches taller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or and like that, this is every every undersized athlete gets compared to Draymond. But like, why mm. can't yeah. you just like you know Draymond clearly sees the game on a different level. Yeah. But why can't you approach that? Yeah. But you know he could play like he could play like Robert Williams and just like pop yeah. and fucking swat yeah. Yeah. away. You know? What are the juniors doing? Yeah. 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 And like he he's an he's bigger than his height. Like he's, he's yeah, got a yeah, big yeah. wingspan, he's strong, and he can jump out of the gym, which is yeah. like what, what, basically what Rob Williams does. Yes. He's only six eight, six nine, yeah. yeah, and he's one of the best defensive players in the league. And I know that he's got a neck that's about an inch long, so yeah. Robert Williams probably more like a <laughs> yeah. bigger. Yeah, he might be more six eleven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, so it's just it's so shit and like fucking man, being a Pelicans fan is just an absolute roller coaster. Like I, I don't. But always fun. It's just <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy, it's crazy no, man. Fun is not the word I remember. <laughs> I, I swear the Pelicans every year are like high up on like the Bill Simmons league pass rankings just because right, so like when we're all healthy, we're like we're also one of the most entertaining teams yeah. in the league. Like Zion's Zion is just fucking showing himself. Brandon Ingram like was one of the best players in the league He's in, the, so in like the last twenty games yeah. of the season. Um, you know, really quickly, then, would you trade him for Jalen Brown? Oh, I might do that. I don't think I would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, I, do. I love JB. I love JB. He's my guy. No, he's he's not saying anti Semitic shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think you love him. <laughs> I don't think anyone does. I, he was my favourite player until this year. Oh, I was like, man. he's my guy. I was going to get, get his jersey. Yeah. I'm like, if we win the championship, I'm going to get him. And then he started saying some weird shit about Look, Kyrie. I, I, would, I would, no, I wouldn't do it because I love Brandon Ingram. I would do it. If, if Zion was an 82 game player, yeah, I would do yeah. it. I think if Zion was genuinely healthy every day of the season, like, it would be it. Oh, man. I don't think I'd do it in either context. Yeah. You don't reckon? Nah, I don't reckon. Brandon Ingram is so good. Bear, Bear is good. And he's got such good mentality. And I think that's the thing. Yeah. Um, and he's not an anti semite. Yeah. Well, no, no. Yeah, look, I mean, like, let's, <laughs> let's push the anti semitism aside. <laughs> um, yeah, talk about, like, lack of growth. Mm. Like, Jalen Brown. And, I, and like, ha, 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 he doesn't know how to dribble. Yeah, all right. Like, learn how to dribble. <laughs> I will say his dribbling has gotten incredibly better than what it was. But it's still, it's still not an it's NBA. Still but the dude, and, like, he had, he had a bad, bad season shooting the ball. This, not shooting, he had a great season this year, but his three-point percentage is actually down this year. Yeah. And he's, he has shot, like, closer to 40%. Mm-hmm. I'm... For the record, all board, re-sign, give him the Supermax, yeah. run it back. We have yeah, yeah. But yeah, you don't have a choice. Yeah. And, and, and he's awesome. awesome. He is awesome. Yeah, you have to. You're, all, not, you're not going to get a better player if you trade. No, we're not going. And I do think like next year that he could come back hungry and just be like, you know what? Get the turnovers down. J- him and JT get better every single year. But Yeah. yeah. Um, look, all this, you know, disappointment is on the side. It's so fun. <laughs> oh, oh, so funny. sorry. Yeah, the tweets were oh, they were they're incredible. Like, the go, tweets were amazing. Them up. I, I can't read them out because I'll I'll cry and laugh. Yeah, <laughs> like I'll piss myself laughing, but I'll also be so upset about it. Go but look like, it up. it's just it, you don't get this sort of unfettered access into what's going on behind yeah, closed yeah. doors. But it does. But um, I watched a what was a TV show Ray Donovan with live Sh- Liv Schreiber. Mm. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So 
from like the very first episode, he's like dealing with an NBA player who's like sleeping with a woman, right? Yeah. And then like I think there's some there's talk about like a non disclosure and like she's trying to get him to like impregnate her so that he can blah blah blah. And then like this guy has to come in and save the day and make sure that she doesn't get pregnant. Right? <laughs> but like AFL players like doing bags in bars. Mm. Yeah. Right? Like just like Zion like sleeping with someone who works in this like sex work field and then like not figuring out like an NDA or something yeah. like yeah. you've got all this stuff you've got all this access to like these incredible things and then ways to make sure that it never ever ever mm. ever ever gets out but and instead we're here a week later yeah like I think this I think this has been a huge part of Zion's career is just like he really just goes off and does whatever he wants when he's injured you know like when he went and re- yeah. rehabbed in Portland like you know his dad you know was his agent but also like his fucking fitness coach or whatever mm-hmm. his stepdad he he was eating you know so much raising canes at one point you know uh, when in his first injury um, where you know I'm, which is like you don't want to be like alright well NBA teams have to keep their players on a shorter leash you know like you don't want them having like you know, fucking people following around, but he's obviously just going on Instagram, Snapchat, and just fucking like swiping whatever, sending yeah. out yeah, yeah. thirsty DMs, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, Zion Williamson, yeah, like yeah. he's he's a multi-million." You know what? Though? I like, like maybe maybe my my only comparison to the only other sport that I watch, you know, religiously is footy, mm. and um, it does feel like AFL players are on a tight yeah. leash with less money mm. than what AF, than what NBA players are. Like they're. You never, very, very rarely do you see, um, like, pictures of, of them even drinking. Yeah. Like, unless it's, I mean, like, the I mean, day after the game. But, like, yeah. NBA players are clearly drinking pretty regularly, going out yeah. before games. That doesn't really happen. You don't really see that happening in the AFL. I'm and sure it does and, happen. And you know from word of mouth, like, oh, it happens. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You know. Like, if you're, like, Australia's not a massive country. You no. Know anyone that plays in the if, AFL. If you're not a top 100 AFL player, you're at revs, like, yeah. right, right now. Like, I, but like, I, like, but I have seen... Um, yeah, and you'll I, still see a top 100 yeah, what, I, I, so I saw a, a, few, a few Blues players out on, on Brunswick Street the night before a game. But, to be fair, they would, I saw them having dinner and there was no alcohol on the table. Yeah, yeah. Like, they were, just, they were clearly just yeah. out to, like, get a feed. I'm yeah. quite confident they yeah. just went home and, yeah. and, and, you know, rested up and played, like, arse the next day yeah. or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's got nothing to do with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, I mean, but there's this thing in the area. I think this is super relevant. But you know, like they all love wine. You know, like yeah. LeBron loves Le- LeBron loves having a glass of red. Josh Hart has a wine cellar. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, there's obviously like a bit more like, and you know, you want to be like that's a good thing. Like they have personal lives, they have interests. Yeah. Like, but we could, and but then part of it is also like your plan. It's because you're with the fucking team. For yeah. Well, that's like, that's the, the Ameri- year, like that's the Americanization as well. That's right? I was about to say. It's a cultural thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I'm not saying that NBA player NBA teams need to put their players in the league. Mm. Then the players need to fucking figure yeah, it out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And especially Zion yeah. has to figure oh, like yeah. Morant. Like like it's not Memphis's fault that Ja Morant's a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah. It's Ja Morant's fault. And like maybe Ja Morant's dad's fault. Right? Oh, that guy's and, and you could really make the argument <clears throat> that what Jamarant does doesn't make him a worse basketball player. Like Yes. It, yeah. it, it might incremental incrementally, like he's you know, he's not fully focused. Yeah. But like this the reason this is upsetting, it's not because Zion's gonna get suspended for fifty games or whatever. Mm. It's like oh, Zion doesn't care. Yeah. Zion's injured and he's not like spending every day yeah. trying to get better. 
And nobody, nobody's saying like you'd have to be insane like LeBron or Jordan or yeah, Kobe or yeah, anything, yeah. but like just care a little bit. Yeah. Like this is you you get paid enough money that I think it's fair to ask for some sacrifices. In in the break we were talking about like like we like two of us live at home and one lives like out of home with like and we're talking about like cost of living yeah. and like spending seventy dollars on like shopping. Yeah. That should be worth fifty or forty, right? And we're just like having this conversation. And then like talking about hundred and eighty million dollars. Like it's not even a little bit, I don't know. Like you have to fucking care. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. have to. Yeah. You're getting paid so much money from like a private company and a yeah. private owner and whatever. But like Jesus Christ. <laughs> like if we're gonna spend a hundred bucks on a jersey that's gonna go into this yeah. this white guy's pocket, yeah. To then pay you a shit ton to eat raisin canes or to like sleep with sex yeah. workers and have everything leak and whatever, right? Like, man, it's like, it, yeah, I'm, now I'm just getting frustrated. <laughs> I'm just upset. Yeah, because I, I think this is that thing, you know, when when people are like, oh, sports people shouldn't have like a personality or like mm. have differing views or disagree with the league because they're getting paid by them because you wouldn't do that with your employer. That's bullshit. Yeah, That's I like, agree with that. As in, you should have... I love personality. Yeah, yeah. But also, as a person that works for Woolies, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when you're like genuinely not, like there is just consistent evidence that you're not trying to do your job, like yeah, not even like not do it well. Like if you're like ah, oh, like uh, Duncan, you know, Duncan Robinson shouldn't get paid twenty million dollars a year because he's not because he's shit. It's like, well, he's showing up every day. Yeah, <laughs> he clearly gives a shit. And, as and well. then, you know, yeah, this yeah. is sorry. This is he. He has he has changed his game. That's yeah. you know, I'm, he was just one of the worst contracts. You no, know, yeah, in, in the league for two seasons. Yeah. But Zion Williamson, he's not showing up, and he's. It doesn't seem like he's trying yeah. to show up either. Yeah. Well, like, like Clay Thompson's bad now. Like he's bad at basketball, mm. but like he rehabbed. Yeah, like eight yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Right? He now happens to be shit. <laughs> but at least he rehabbed. Yeah. Like at least he came back yeah. and now he's playing basketball. Yeah, right? Exactly. He did everything. There were two like horrific injuries. Zion's injuries are bad. But like It's not Achilles and ACL. Yeah, they should be they should be faster fixes than they have. And obviously he does have a disadvantage because he is just built like nobody else, you know. Yeah. So few other people on the planet Earth. Mm. Like nobody has that natural frame yeah. and he's always gonna be hard to rehab for those lower body injuries. Yeah. But that's what the just, best scientists in the world are for, yeah, right? Fucking just, you have every resource just, available. Just do something. Just just prove to me that you're actually getting Don't it. you love as well, like when you're watching your team and say someone does have a long-term injury, you see them on the sideline, mm. like regularly. Like it, it, like it creates like, and this is purely speaking as a fan of sport and basketball. It's just enjoyable when your team looks like it's having yeah. fun, regardless yeah. of if you're winning. Um, and I know like it's, going to be really it's a lot to ask a player to like really give a shit about that but as fan I really give a shit about the team and I'm willing to spend X amount of dollars to watch the games particularly in Australia which mm. are like trying to league pass is fucking raw mm. um, I'm going to fork out that you know I'm going to fork out jerseys or you know just memory just, just, me- just anything anything, right? anything, yeah. anything you want yeah. um, I'd be nice if it looked like they cared yeah I mean, you know, Zion to his credit, he shows up there every day. Like, he's, he's there yeah. and he's engaged and he's like, you know, he's not just sitting there solemnly like Ben Simmons. Like, you know, yeah. he, he's up, he's, he's dapping up Jose Alvarado. You know, yeah, like, it's, it's what's the engagement now? It's yeah. like we said before, yeah. right? Yeah. Where's the engagement outside of that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that, you know, 
the thing is, it's it's like I I would care so much less about like a player who was out for a month and only showed up to every third game than I do yeah. about Zion just yeah. being out with these injuries for so long and there's just no evidence that he's getting better. Yeah. This look and, and this is another topic. There was a report uh, about a week ago that players are frustrated with Brandon Ingram because he is also very slow to come back from injuries. Yeah, he's like he's like oh, I'm not playing until I feel completely right. Yeah. And they're like you're fine. We need you. We need yeah. you because outside of you and Zion, like we're a great team of role players and yeah, yeah. Age, aging former never all star. Yeah. Like you know, there, there's a good basketball team there when we have one of you, and there's a great basketball yeah. team there when we have two of you. So you need to play. And then so it's like I, I love Brandon Ingram. I think he has such a good mentality, especially on court. Like he's just mm-hmm. such a leader. He has done a lot to like improve his game as well. But if that's the thing that he's dealing with, like, fuck, what am I, what am I meant to do? Like, how, how, do I, how do I follow this team? Yeah. There's a difference with guys. Like, just taking your time just coming injured. back yeah. is different to, like, really just never playing. Yeah. Like, take take, yeah, take your time. This is your, this is your livelihood. You, if, if you're in, get injured again, that's not helpful yeah. for the team yeah. either. Yeah. Whereas with, with Zion, it's, it's not quite that. Yeah. But it is, the fan in me is very, like, yeah, why do why do why do we have these two max guys who are like at their best like a top ten and a top twenty player in the league and neither of them can stay on the court? But not only can they not stay on the court, there's also like dispersions on like how committed they are to stay on to getting onto the court as well. Just yeah, it's just a fucking big bucket of crawfish, eh? <laughs> um, well, I know who is winning games. Yeah, well, until today. Until today. <laughs> Um, yeah, I haven't been able to talk about the WNBA. I'm going to be selfish here and just steal a couple of minutes. Yeah, go for yeah, it. Yeah, go. <laughs> the, and like, it's, it's like how many weeks after the season has started now? Yeah, we're about so, three weeks. Yeah, <laughs> so we're very much lagging on this because I haven't been able to pod it and whatever. Um, man, like, I don't know if you mentioned it or if we just talked about it on the group chat. The WNBA were gifted with this opportunity to have an opening night with two of the greatest rosters probably ever assembled in like any sport yeah, yeah, ever. Generally, right? generally. Literally <laughs> like two of the most talented relative to the league, two of the most talented rosters ever, 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 ever being put together. Outside of your like Man City, Bayern Munich, PSG's front three. Like yeah, we're yeah. talking about that level of like We're talking about the five on the floor as well, you know? Yeah. You know? They're just all all stars, yeah. Right, yeah. you had like eight all stars out of the ten that would have been yeah. possibly on the floor yeah. in a Liberty Aces game, mm-hmm. and so they come out and roll out this opening weekend. And I was watching an NBA stream. I was watching the NBA on ESPN, and ESPN were doing their like classic WNBA opening weekend, and they were pushing it. They're like WNBA, mm-hmm. WNBA, WNBA. Right? Who's playing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We we not we, we mentioned it. it was yeah, not, it was not those teams. Yeah. Yeah. So like, <laughs> it's like a rebuilding team and an emerging team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's just like so the NBA owns this league, and they're obviously like teaming up with Disney, mm. and like Disney wants to push it so that they get more revenue because they're paying for the rights mm. to broadcast it. And there's all this like influx of like talent and money, and they're just pushing the WNBA like on Instagram. It's massive. The players coming out of college yeah. are coming out with like more followers. Well, than they're getting the they're college. Huge. The college like women's game is getting almost as much traction. Yeah, yeah, as, yeah. as a WNBA. Yeah. Then these players get drafted, and it's like, okay, yeah. now I know who you are, and I know who you play for. League's growing. Yeah. It's growing quickly. Yeah. And you have this opportunity in the middle of, like, 
they're playing in, in between these playoff games where like there's viewership yeah. people care about basketball right now yeah and you just fucking shit the bed and you just throw it away part of that generation like mm. Sabrina I remember in college was getting yeah she was, getting, like, she was like the first I feel like college player that was like I was seeing highlights of like pulling up and she's yeah. on one of these teams. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. she was, yeah, the first women's player to like go Instagram really yeah. big, you know? Yes. Um, yeah. Um, and I think there's, there's this argument that it's like, oh, the playoffs are on, like, you know, we get lost in the noise, which is so not true. Like whenever, whenever there is a sport on, it just exacerbates yeah. all interest in that yeah. sport. But like, if that's true, then like get lost in the noise less. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. Or put it on a day when they're, like the mm. games are on alternating but days. But also like, <clears throat> they're going to be playing three times this season yeah. anyway opening night Aces versus Liberty yeah man a week after the finals finish Aces versus Liberty yeah. like yeah. you know and exactly. then you've got a narrative build like oh who won game one oh the Liberty were looking a yeah. bit shaky the Aces came out the door hot now it's in New York now it's at the fucking have they not I don't think they've played no yet. they haven't they're playing so on the 30th of June yeah great so they haven't played yet <laughs> so you're now coming out of an NBA season without a single highlight to broadcast for the league you're like quote unquote yeah, pushing yeah. right like it just feels so stupid on to me. like probably a, I actually don't know the numbers but a down year for finals viewership mm. you'd think just by yeah, the heat that's, nuggets that's what everyone said at least yeah, yeah, yeah I actually don't know what it, was a, it was an up year for playoffs like there were lots of yes, lots of playoff yeah. series like I know, I know game 7 of, of Boston Philly was one of the most watched yeah, games yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, the Lakers Warriors games like yeah. even the Denver Lakers game was yeah um, really Kings Warriors Game yeah. 7 was massive yeah. yeah yeah, it was like the biggest game first round Game 7 ever yeah or and like I don't that. mind like I don't mind if, if the league if, I don't mind when, when top teams don't meet early in the season because I think mm. sometimes it ends up being like a messy like people finding their footing whatever fine but the, but the WNBA is not kind of in that space where it has the luxury but it's, but it's even like opening night in the NBA is always between like like the will two games yeah. that'll be like between powerhouses yeah and true. like often, often it'll be like oh shit they're kind of shaky or like yeah. oh they yeah. haven't clicked yet and it, like this year was Warriors-Lakers one of the yeah, games yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was I like think, I think they fit the Knicks out there because it's like New York yeah. and it was like oh well, okay the Warriors actually don't look as good without well, there was o- like, without Otto Porter and Gary Payton and then like oh the Lakers are still <laughs> shit but it was still like I'm really excited yeah. to watch this game. Well, famously, right? like the Heatles played Boston. Yeah. Like, in 2011, Boston mm. blew them out, and I was like, "Oh shit, the Heatles are yeah. like, hey, what is this team?" Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm sure 10 million people watched. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, so the NBA, the NBA, the NBA have always done that. Yeah. Exactly, it's different, right? Yeah. Like, you're not like I know, and I know we're just talking about. I'm just talking about like the broadcasting. I'm talking yeah. about the like yeah. the pushing like this like growing culture, this growing community, and then like talking about how you're going to do that and how you want to do that and then you know Twitter comments and Facebook comments mm. Instagram comments you can only imagine how yeah. like misogynistic that all is right you can only imagine so outside of reading it but it's just like so fucking here's the opportunity yeah. like yeah. How, how can you throw that away like for no I can't think of a single reason outside of maybe your playoff reason but and even then, I still don't think it's good. Yeah, so I think I agree. This season, they're going to play four times. <laughs> Their first game will be on the 30th of June, which will be about, what's that, like 15 
18 games into the season. Mm-hmm. It will also be a week after, like a full it's week. So they're to play all within like... It's like two weeks. They'll, they'll, play a, yeah. they'll play a full week after the NBA draft. So like, fuck, like basketball's just out of the zeitgeist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, honestly... It's drafted well done, well done, well done. Three days of nothing. And then like, yeah. you have to wait till like free agency yeah. starts. Yeah. Then, yeah. then we've got... Uh, then they're playing 7th of August. So just like fucking in the middle of nothing. Yeah. Then they're playing 18th of August, middle of nothing. Then they're playing 29th of August, which is like the fifth last game of the season. And it's just like, there's no like marquee billing there at all. No. And unless, there's no like. If your argument is like no one else is playing and so like we're going to take up the month of August, it's like, I guess so, but no one's going to give a shit in August. No, they'll give a shit now. Also, isn't the World Cup in August? Isn't the Men's World Cup in August? Yeah. And and aren't they going to, like, that's going to be on and then there's going to be. Like particularly like Americans, like yeah. I'm sure that they've got other sports that yeah, they're competing yeah. with anyway. Like I don't think, oh god, I don't think they're oh, like yeah. oh, the, basketball. The, the, the is just MLB comp- spring season. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you know, the football might be August September. Yeah. Like that, and when that preseason starts going, like they yeah. really get. But I don't think the average I'll be like, and maybe their market probably isn't the average NBA viewer. It's like an action. It's people that really care about yeah, basketball. Yeah, yeah. But if they were trying to get the more average person in, like. It doesn't matter what's on yeah. because they're just going to be watching some other men's sport. ESPN is not for basketball fans. ESPN is for your casual viewer. Yeah, but right. Yeah. So as ESPN, right, and then in partnership with the WNBA yeah. and NBA at large, make the casual viewer give a shit about the two fucking best teams that have ever existed. Yeah, but like, and this is the thing as well as like Aces Liberty isn't like a game where I have to make an you don't have to make an argument about like. Oh yeah, okay. They can't dunk, or like, mm. you know, there's no like, there's no like argument about why it's better. It's like, Asia Wilson is a fucking freak. She's like Giannis Antetokounmpo with like a jump shot. You know? <laughs> like she's like that equivalent. Yeah. Candace Parker is a legend of the game. Uh, Sabrina Ionescu and a recognizable she's face. Fun. Yeah, yeah. And a recognizable yeah. face to casual yeah. fans. Yeah, true. Sabrina Ionescu. White people love her for some Recognizable reason. Recognizable face. To uh, <laughs> Brianna Stewart again. She's just like a complete freak. John Paul Jones like. I th- if you've never watched the WNBA before and you watch her, you're like, oh my god! Like, how can she shoot threes like that? Like, she's mm. so she's mm. so big and strong. If you want to see one of the tightest handles in the world, yeah, um, yeah, Kelsey Plum. Kelsey Plum. Yeah, Kelsey Plum is like, you know, if she was a if she was like a five foot ten man, she would be like the best undersized point guard oh my god. in the NBA, like with the skill set that she has. Um, Chelsea Gray, incredible shot maker, like. Jackie Young has been averaging 25 points on like 60, 50, 90 shooting mm. to start the season or something like that. Like there's just, there's no like, there's no like, oh, like, oh, but like they're, you know, they're all really tuned in with each other and they play fundamentals. Yeah. It's like, no, these are like nine freak basketball players. Brianna Stewart can get any shot she wants. If, if yeah. people like watching Kevin Durant, you're going to yeah, like watching yeah, Brianna exactly. Stewart. Yeah, exactly right. So yeah. there's just no, there's no, there's no like argument for the WNBA. It's just like, here are like, Freaky they don't players have fun watching. They don't actually need to like sell their product. Yeah. Their product's really good. Yeah, exactly. Just get people to watch it. Like mm. they put it in a position where it's accessible for people to yeah. watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the sell, right? Yeah. 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 So that really. Um, sorry for the however long that. <laughs> but <laughs> no, that, it's, it's, just, it's, it's been irking me for weeks. Yeah. And it irked me from like when Lucas originally brought it up. The schedule dropped, and Lucas was like, "Why the fuck yeah. aren't these teams playing?" Yeah. And then it actually happened. Yeah. The season started, it became real, and it was like, oh my god, they, like, knowing that it was already going to happen, but like, they actually did it. They actually didn't put these players out there. Yeah. 
and now we're just hanging for it. Yeah. And like, yeah, all right, so we're building up this like, ooh, what's going to happen, right? But we're like, we're the three blokes that like might actually care and watch it outside of the fact that it's on yeah. ESPN. Also, yeah. by the time they play their first game, like fucking the Aces is seven and one. Uh, the Liberty is six and two, only having played so few games because New York City's you know engulfed in fucking smoke cloud or whatever. Mm. Like they might, like the Aces, they might already just be you know nah, we don't really care about. It. Like I'm sure they will. They definitely will. They'll definitely try to win those. They games. will get to them, yeah, for sure. They'll try to win those games because of what it means to win those games. But like, there's not going to be this urgency of like imposing themselves on the league as the best two teams. Like, yeah, that's right. They're, yeah, they're going to be the best two teams in the world. God, you want to do that on night one, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly right. That's the, the statement you want to make. Um, we have spoken around the Aces a lot, but we're going to talk about their game today. Yeah, they they did they, lose. They, they lost, lost their first game and, um, on a Duana Bonner yeah, forty-one point game, which is incredible. Um, the Sun are really overperforming. I. Th- but or, I, or actually good. I think they're like... Are know, they like 7-2? Not, 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 not to make a direct NBA comparison, but we've been talking about something. There's like a lot of heat about them. Like they're so well coached and Alyssa Thomas is one of those like, you know, jack of all trades, master of none players. Yeah. Mm, that's not true. She's the best defender in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but you Had like know, 12 assists today. She's, she's so... She's, How the dogs were 40. Yeah. yeah <laughs> really high. Yeah. Really, really high. But they've still got this like really solid roster who know how to play together. But like maybe aren't as flashy as, mm. you know, when we're like what we've been talking about, like the WNBA is leaning into this like flashy yeah. kind of like yeah. superstar basketball. It's like, Alyssa Thomas is not a She's not a flashy player. Donna Bonner is not a flashy player no. either. Um, but I don't think it's. I don't think this is overperforming. I think this is. I think it's real. You know. I don't. I. I think. You know. When it comes down to it, when it comes playoffs, like they're the third or fourth best team in the league. But like, it does show. I think Connecticut's had had this thing always of like. The reason they have a team in fucking Connecticut where, like, there's no other sports team, you know, they're headquartered in the Mohegan Sun in a, you know, a, a, a casino in an Indian reservation is because Connecticut has this incredible college basketball program. Yeah. yeah. And that they carry that over. Like, obviously, you know, it's it's not like all the Connecticut players go play for the Sun, mm. but, like, they carry over that yeah. spirit of, of playing where it's like, we're going to have this real system. Well, it's like Indiana, right? Yeah. Like, where the basketball's... Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. yeah. We have this system, we have this culture, and we you know, we keep it going into our professional team. Um, and so I, I, I said, I think I said this earlier in the season, like they're just not, they're going to always be one of the hardest. They'll always be one of the hardest teams to play just because of that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, this Thomas is, just, she's a fucking freak. Like, I don't know. She's, she's one of those people who are like, oh, you shouldn't be playing basketball because like your, your elbow doesn't work. Mm. You can't shoot a jump shot. <laughs> I think it's, it's nice for the aces to lose to a team like that where it's like, yeah, we're going to execute and you're all talent, right? Mm-hmm. And so you lose because you didn't execute. But I mean, the, the thing with the Aces is like they execute as well. Like the, the, the thing that sort of distinguished them from the Liberty in the early season is like Liberty haven't been executing. Like in, like Sabrina's been having triple single games regularly. Yeah. Just like not imposing a will on the game. Whereas like the Aces have like, Candace Parker's just like, yeah, I'm the fifth best player on the floor, you know, but I'm Candace yeah. Parker. So like, I'm, I'm you know, I'm going to... I'm going to pick and pop, hit my threes, try on defense, um, and that's all I've got to do. Whereas, like, it hasn't quite clicked in yet. Yeah. Yeah. 
But yeah, you're right. Like Connecticut are just one more level above them yeah. in, in terms of execution. Yeah. I mean, we won the first. We won the first game. <laughs> the back to back against them. So yeah, yeah <laughs> it's, 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 much, it's much of a much. And that's less. seven wins in a row. Yeah, like yeah. whatever. Right? Like, it's, <laughs> like it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. I'm not upset. <laughs> um, can I can I ask your opinion, Marco? On I know you mentioned like. Like, Phoenix is going to be interesting, and you think they might be a little more competitive than, mm. like, despite the team sort of falling apart. Like, is that an underperform? Like, just them in general? I think they're performing exactly yeah. where they should be. Right. Like, because I don't think they have a very good roster. Um, and, like, Brittany Grant has been really good. Like, mm. she's just come out the gates swinging. Which is nuts. Yeah, yeah. by the way. It's insane. Like, so Because how does uh, she, like, stay in shape, honestly? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, legit. Like, what was she doing in yeah. that prison? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> what were the, yeah. Just like, like beating up Russian last Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, like, uh, DT's pretty past it. Yeah. And they just lost too many pieces. And then uh, Skylar Diggins-Smith taking the year off with with Baby, um, DMP Baby. so like i i think my thing with the mercury is less like they'll be a playoff team and more like you'll you know if you're playing them late in the season and you need a win like to shore up your seating like don't fucking count with it because they 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 similarly have that like that good system and that good coaching yeah the parody strikes me as quite like not not for like bad comparisons again, but mm. like the NBA's parody this season was pretty excellent, mm. right? Mm. Where it's like, yeah, shit teams will beat you. Yeah, shit teams will beat you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is great. Yeah, it's so good to just like show up and not know that your team is gonna win. Yeah. I mean, like as a fan, obviously that's not great. Yeah, but as, <laughs> as, a, as a Kings fan in the past, and like especially this season, going to a game and being like, yeah, we could just like straight up win this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. playing against whoever, right? Yeah. Um, awesome awesome one. I think it's interesting the WNBA though I think last season was the parody year like last season there were 11 good teams and then this year I think there are two excellent teams two or three bad teams and then seven or eight yeah, yeah. like good teams so like which is still great parody you know like you look at the AFL what is like there are like oh my god there's a, there's a nice pack in the AFL there's a, yeah. good, there's a good middle ground and then there's like the year after the start of year we've been like AFL awesome parody yeah. the exception yeah. of like two teams yeah. now there's like nine shit teams yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. and two incredible teams yeah, yeah, honestly. Yeah. Um, whereas yeah like I think like Storm fully rebuilding we'll see what happens with the fever um, I think I think the dream are like gonna go for it and then the links are in a sort of funny limbo but like you know last season it was literally just just the fever they were the only bad team in the, in the league yeah yeah, yeah. Who were the two excellent teams in the AFL? Brisbane, Port, Collingwood? Like, yeah, Port, Collingwood. Yeah, Port, Collingwood. I, like, I trust I mean, Brisbane won like seven in a row. Yeah, no, Port, Port. Did Brisbane win seven in a row as well? Yeah. The Brisbane, Port, no, Port, no. Port, 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 Port. Depending on how this game went, that could have been their yeah. tenth in a row. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Real. Oh, wow. And then, like, like, Melbourne are like, like trying to be in that group. And yeah, they're just like, that. No, they're just, they're like, even when group. Melbourne won the Premiership, still didn't do yeah. that. <laughs> Sorry, sorry to sorry to get off track. No, 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 that's good. I because I was listening to this game on the way here and it was absolutely riveting. Uh, this Port Adelaide, yeah, just Western Bulldogs game. Oh, it's it's still going. Yeah. What's the score? Uh, 
had poured by like 14 nine minutes ago. See, so yeah, that could be a 10th on the bounce. <laughs> yeah. Um, me, me and you, Mark, we've got the next couple of days. Today, yeah, all day tomorrow together, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah, watching That's the fun. watching the people and then going to the MCG. Bloody Carlton Essendon on Sunday night. Are you Carlton for real? Oh yeah, man, fuck that. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, why would you do it? Yeah, it could be. A, yeah, it could be. We'll get up for it. I think we'll lose. Uh, but yeah. We'll get up. It for could it. be bad. See, that's the thing. I Peter Wright could have like eight or something. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> no, he can't. It's gonna be. We're gonna score like five goals. Yeah, is the reason yeah, we lose. Yeah. I'm not sure Carlton's gonna lose, but then every part of me thinks they will lose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so my my only hope is we're playing Essendon. If they don't get up for this game, like you're not a real Carlton team. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. This is the this is the only and Collingwood Carlton big rivalry. I do not care about Collingwood remotely with the anger I feel towards Essendon, <laughs> which is crazy because they're like so much worse. Than yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 As in, like, a, like they're a, the most hateable club in the universe. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. And Essendon, oh, like, I look at Essendon's Hawthorne's doing a pretty good job. <laughs> Actually, I, there's a few players in Collingwood I quite like, but Essendon. No, I really like Collingwood. 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 No, but the exception yeah. of like one dude is an absolute prick. Everyone else. I'm, Jamie Elliott, that guy ripped, the, ripped my heart out in the yeah, game last year. Yeah, excellent. Who do you excellent hate from Essendon? Though? Jake Stringer. Jake Stringer. Actually, don't hate anyone from Essendon. Like, from Essendon. That's yeah, the thing. It's like, we're a pretty lovable Merritt, definitely, good. Definitely Mag- I actually love McGrath. Yeah. Like, he hasn't been, he's been down, but like... Yeah. Nah, he's been good this season. I'm just taking from like, oh, yeah, where he was. Yeah, from being the first ever. Parrish, you just yeah. want to like, Kiss, like give him a kiss. I kind of annoys me because I don't like. He's just a ball getter. Oh, you don't like forty touches a game. I don't. I don't <laughs> like. But he's just like he's just like the Crouch brothers. Like he just accumulates the ball, mm. and I don't think that's like the greatest. He's on that our only midfielder who's like sexy athletic. You know, like Zach Merritt's yeah. like you know, yeah, he's an athlete, but he's a weird pudgy little dog. Whereas yeah. you, you know, like Dunsey Parish gets the ball and his fucking biceps like gleam and yeah, gleam yeah, yeah, in the yeah. light of the of, of yeah. Marvel Stadium and you're like, And he's got like a <laughs> like, like, like like borderline bowl cut that yeah, 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 like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Darcy. Darcy needs the Brownlow trim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got you got Sam Wiedemann who friend of the pod actually because I was friends through the primary school. Really? Yeah, really with a name drop he's, there. He's underperforming Shit. a bit. Um, yeah, I don't think the expectations were for him to perform. No, the <laughs> expectations was like exists. Man, when Peter yeah. when Peter writes in, and you know he's the second he's Peter. the second big, yeah. it's over. <laughs> we're we're going to see like eighteen goals combined from. I don't know, I'm, getting, I'm getting way too getting, getting way this too. Is, so this is <laughs> we know the cup. Oh man, this podcast is so long. <laughs> <laughs> Did we beat the dead Yeah. Yes. Well, what, what were they? They were one forty four. Oh, wow, we're 144, and I have to edit some out. No! <laughs> we can talk about some other stuff. Oh, that's hard. No, nah, we got to wrap it up. <laughs> we got to watch the interesting game. All right, boys, pleasure talking to you. Hey, oh, well, that, that'll lengthen it. I don't think I'm going to be able to record one next week. Yeah. I'm just going to be fucking getting ready to go away. So, hey, absolutely, thanks so much to, you know, Mostly or less just pure, by pure numbers, but Sam as well for uh, fulfilling Lukey's big shoes for the last uh, the last two months. You know what they say about blokes with big shoes? <laughs> Even bigger hands. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's 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 been such a fun era of this pod. Like obviously, recording with Lucas is my lifelong you know honour and privilege <laughs> but it's after 130 something episodes it was just so much fun to fucking mix up the chemistry and well now that the deep two's gone and announced their changes have they? yeah oh, yeah, I didn't make it to the end of this oh, episode yeah, oh yeah. well so oh. yeah yeah oh that was that explains the Instagram post yeah, yeah. 
So, uh, what, 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 what? No, that was just 200 days, wasn't it? Yeah. Ah, uh, but he was, you know, he's, yeah, he's raising he's, the bat. Sorry, yes, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, well, yeah, so what, what, what can I say? Like, well, there are going to be some changes to the deep two. Um, JVG is technically getting like absorbed within the deep two, like podcast network, which they're going to be starting. Yeah. Right. Marco and Sean seem to be like spearheading it. Dante's going to take a relatively like decent step back. It's going to be the four boys, like plus me as the, <laughs> they call, they call, what did they, what did, what did Dante call me? The co-host at large. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I did, I put that in the in the. That's um, so funny. I, I did like a proposal document. <laughs> <laughs> content. Yeah. So it was like yeah, um, it was the Lucas like all women's pod. It was yeah. the floating co-host on a deep two. JVG will still exist. Sean wants to start floating like solo pods. Yeah. The website's changing. Yeah, it's a lot of um, moving pieces. Yeah, because you know I, if you listen to both the deep two and the JVG, like we cover a lot of the same ground, like. You know, we both talked yeah. about. We both talked for forty-five minutes about game three of the NBA finals, <laughs> and we probably said a lot of the same stuff. So, it, it, you know, it just makes sense to sort of, you know, we feature on each other's pods all the time. We really we have the same mindset about all of this stuff. Mm. To you know, to focus all of that very X's and O's basketball chat in one channel, but the JVG, you know, it just has its own special flavor. Yeah, they call it like the cultural, yeah. like funny. Yeah, you know, it's just it's a different. Yeah. Level. And you know, we we can talk about we really can talk about anything on here, and it doesn't distract from the core product, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like I'm excited to do that because there's like, you know. Not to fucking not to get too personal, but as as like a you know someone who studied media and journalism, like there's a lot of there's a lot of skills and interests that like I don't get to explore in like a one on one talking heads podcast or a you know a one on one on one talking heads podcast. And yeah, it'll be like a cool avenue to try out some new shit, like interview some people, do some more like cut up audio shit. But yeah, there will still be like me and Lucas just. Talking, mm. talking bullshit about basketball for forty five minutes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> every now and then. Yeah. Well, I'm sure more often than not. You know what I will say about the the, the deep two and the JVG network in general is I think actually this like the strongest some of the strongest stuff is the written stuff, mm. and mm. I would really encourage anyone that hasn't read the articles that Marco and Dante and everyone is writing. Lucas, when are you writing one? Yeah. Well, we need a Boston hit piece. We actually, we actually do. We actually <laughs> we need do. a Boston hit piece from Sammy's yeah, world. Well, maybe, maybe I'll, I'll, get, I'll mock up some nice graphics for <laughs> you. Yeah. I don't know if anyone's seen my spreadsheet. Keep track of the draft. But Dust off the typewriter. Sean loves it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, no one's, listen, no one's listening. At the, well, very few people are listening at this point. But <laughs> me, me, It'll be me tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> me and Sean have spoken about like the writing being like a real core product. And like we want to like, you know, we want to figure out a way where maybe like we're putting out like a written thing every week because like I think between me Sean Lucas Aless Sam yeah. other other contributors like there is just a real ability if we sort of pull our efforts and streamline it a bit more to get something out there because they have really good like we write some really when I read fucking you know if anything apart from like The Athletic uh, I'm like wow we do that as well if not better <laughs> you know well like, half of it just <laughs> straight up sucks yeah yeah. Also, interesting yeah. takes, like in, in, interesting topics to yeah. be, and like it is obviously Sean Golden State gets a lot of time, yeah. whatever. But that's just that's just natural. 
but it's good. Bill Simmons has a bo- has a Boston podcast that happens to talk about the sport. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. But it's the biggest podcast in the world, second yeah. biggest, right? Yeah. Really well, and, and yeah, that's well, that's one thing we, we went through. We went through all the, the teams that have never had an article about them on yeah. the deep two. There were six of them. One of them was the Boston Celtics, which Lock in, in one way seems crazy, yeah. but that's another way is Boston the don't team. need any yeah. more media. Attention. That's all the media um, talks about is the Boston Celtics. Maybe who knows? I might. <laughs> well, we should, I think we should make it. Oh, yeah, I can definitely hit one of those teams with my favorite yeah. player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Anyway, so next time you listen to the JVG, it will actually, it will probably be broadcasting from El Jub, Ljubljana, <laughs> <laughs> Slovenia, uh, <laughs> which, which will be really fun. And then after that, yeah, like it's going to be, it's going to be a whole new ball game. So thanks, gents. Thanks for having me. And I'll speak to you next time. <laughs> thanks for listening to another episode of the JVG NBA Tribute Show hosted by Marco Holden-Jeffrey and Lucas Petridis. Our theme song is written and performed by Pascal Ducasse, with production by Mock B. Follow us on Instagram at JVG NBA Tribute Show and on Twitter at JVG NBA for more NBA content. The JVG NBA Tribute Show. New episodes every Wednesday at 7am.